4: I'm too hot, hot uh, Call the police and the
3: fireman. I'm too hot, Make a dragon wanna retire, man. I'm too hot, Say my name, you know who I am. I'm too hot, hot And my band bought that much. Break it down. Girls hit you hallelujah. Ooh. Girls hit you hallelujah. Ooh. Girls hit you hallelujah. Ooh. Cause Uptown Funk don't give it
4: to you.
5: It is a Wayback Wednesday, and that means you pick the music at 913-586-7610 on the Jay Southland Toast Service Text Line. Did you see my posting note is back?
6: I saw that. Look at you over there. Did Carrington re-establish that? I for don't you? know.
5: There was a replacement one, uh-huh. and then now the well. There's a replacement one. Is that the one. original one? That's like the original, original one It disappeared writing. and wow. then came back.
6: How about that? So what? What happened is somebody stole that, obviously, Josh, and they were keeping it for, I guess, ransom. I don't know. And now that you talked about it on the air and wanted that note it's back, back, it's back. And so now
5: I can read the phone number. That's like right. Ron Burgundy, and not worry about messing it up. Well,
6: good for you, man. It's baby steps, right? Baby steps for uh, for all of us today. So so
5: you picked the music on a uh, way back Wednesday. That's how it works. Um, JT Noah producing today, so he will take your requests. And if you include your name, he will then uh, say them on the air.
7: Yeah, we had Teresa and Shawnee with that Uptown Funk. That
5: means it's Funk. your turn. I was, just, I, was, I was just testing him there.
6: <laughs> the way you kind of, like, hesitated on that was funny. I wish people could have seen that. You're like, like, I like got a red light. That. I, like did, a, <laughs> I, did, I did set him up a little bit. My bad. Teresa and Shawnee today, huh? JT, is that who you got? Yeah, Teresa and Shawnee with Uptown Funk. Good. by Bruno Mars. Like that song. That's when I danced at the BMA Foundation, Dancing with the Stars, almost 10 years ago now. That was so much fun. And, and so we got our event coming that up. Is song's on that like, old? Yeah, Josh. Huh. It, it's no. older than that, actually actually, because I danced in 2015 for BMA. Still the test of time, I guess. Yeah, really. Right. I mean, it, it goes fast, right? Like, I was just thinking about it today. My, my friend Britt Haney, who you know, turned 50 yesterday, right? And, and Happy so, birthday, Britt. And uh, we were talking uh, at his uh, at his uh, little birthday party on Friday night. I was like, you just turned 40 like 10 years ago, right? And it goes like that. And so, yeah, Josh, that song's about 10 years old. The The older you get, the faster time goes, my friend. And, and I'm sure you've experienced that over the years. And then you have kids on top of that. And all of a sudden the days are like gone, and you're like, where did that time go? So anyway, yeah, ten years down memory lane. Okay, cool. Um,
5: Mizzou, what are you doing? You almost you almost became the top story today. I know. Well, I guess you kind of are still. Yeah. Um they had a lead at the 10-minute mark of the second half last night. How about that? They went Against into halftime with a lead. Number five, Tennessee. Yeah, things were churning at the page. And you darn near won a game. Woo, we baby. told you not to. Go for it. Right. They do drop to 0-13 in the uh, SEC with a 72-67 loss. At the hands of the Vols. Yeah, hate to
6: see it. Did you tune in for a little bit of that? You did send me a score update I did not. with like twelve minutes to go, Missouri still had two points in the first half. That's um, college basketball at its finest, my yeah. friend.
5: Uh Tennessee led four two with fourteen twenty-six to go in the first. Good lord. And then at the eleven fifty two mark, which would be the under twelve timeout, mm-hmm. two media timeouts. Right. It was Tennessee seven, Missouri two. Right. How that's, do people watch I, this crap? That's when that's when I sent it, sent it to you, and but, then I didn't uh I knew they let it halftime, but then I
6: I, uh, was checking the score after that. Have you seen a sport so bad at something like college basketball? Is at scoring? I mean, like, why is it so difficult in college basketball, which is like, you know, allegedly a level below the NBA, but more like 27 levels below the NBA? Why is it so difficult for the college game to have kids score points? I'll tell you why. I mean, two points in the first eight minutes of a basketball game at a gonna, D1 level, regardless if you're Missouri or not? I'm going to put it in football terms to see
5: if we can all understand this. Okay. okay. All, right. all right. Fair enough. At some point, you start and you say, you know what? I got seven or eight guys in this room that could all play. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to need some guys to emerge. Okay. And so I'm going to extend just every opportunity for these guys to succeed. All right. I'm on board so far. Doesn't matter if they drop passes out of bounds Mm -hmm. or they're bricking threes. Right. Or they're on a breakaway layup and they fumble it away. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give them all a chance. Okay. Instead of getting at some point in the season where you narrow it down and go, I got two guys that can score. Right. These are the only two that get the ball. Mm -hmm. The point guard's going to distribute to two guys. You other guys, you may get a one-off here and there, and you better hit your shot, but you're only going to get, like, two shots. Okay. Everyone else is going to get, like, seven to ten shots. All right. And the point guard's going to decide, but it's up to the coaches to narrow that down. Okay. And stop giving seven guys an opportunity to make plays when it's clear only two guys can make plays. Right. And if you're able to narrow that down at some point during your season, you'll be much better. I
6: think you're trying to be facetious with me a little bit. But it's to not talk, wrong. But, but it's not wrong. No. Okay? You, you, but, but, it's not wrong. There are too many people that shoot is oh what my happens God. in college basketball. And too many people get involved and not enough of them are good. You know, and, and, and the basketball IQ is a zero for most of the people in college basketball today. In fact, it, it, I'll say this. You know, I've, I've been watching the seventh grade boys over there at California Trail, which a very good basketball team. I haven't seen them lose and they – they, there's running clocks in every game, right? That's how bad they're beating opponents. They crushed Santa Fe trail yesterday and we're up by 30 at one point in this game, Josh, and the quarters are six minutes long. So it's not not like you can establish a big lead to stop pressing. Right. Exactly. But even at that level, even in like the seventh grade level, I see it all the, all the time. And, and, and I talk, you know, like an old man right now, but kids love the Jack, the three, and they're not good at it. And and that's the, that's the issue right there. I've thought in college basketball for a long time. Now it's not just, you know, new to this year or new recently, or anything like that. These guys want to launch the three-point shot as as much as the day is long and they're not very good at it. And and you see the line score, the box score at the end of every game and teams are 2 of 13 from three-point land, right? Like they just don't know how to shoot. Or they have no basketball IQ and they take one step inside the arc and they launch like a 25-foot jump shot that clanks off the iron. Like, I know I know Tim Duncan wasn't pretty to watch play, but, boy, he was as efficient as you could get, right? Get in there, get the ball down on the block, hit it off the glass, boom, and score two points. Finish tonight with 20 and 10, win a championship, Honestly,
5: right? Tennessee shot 42% from the field last night. Yeah, which isn't great. Which isn't good. No, that's not good. Missouri shot 37.5% from the field. Which is
6: even worse, yeah. What, what's their three-point numbers in those? Those games last night. Well, it's gotta be brutally bad. Tennessee right?
5: was twenty-nine percent, five for seventeen. That's not good. And uh Mizzou was ten for
6: twenty-seven. Which is the percentage of 37. What? 37%. Which okay. is considered which is okay. it's okay. Yeah, but it's not you great. You still missed more than half your shots. Yeah, like college basketball is just brutally bad to watch. It's not a good sport. It's not played well. I I just don't think it's aesthetically pleasing. Like, so I'd rather watch down, the 7th graders than college basketball at if this you point. Narrow it down.
5: Stop giving 7 guys the opportunity to shoot. Yeah. And just get it to 2. Just give it to be, 2. Be Let them
6: dunk, man. <laughs> just dunk. And, and high percentage shots, so high percentage shots, right? everybody got that reference. I did. There's, there's, I got
5: there's, it. There's I think there's some application that can be uh, put into place. Yeah. But uh, Dennis Gates, the uh, head coach of the Missouri Tigers.
6: Yeah, we're actually talking Missouri basketball. That's right. That's right. How about that? We're on the bandwagon, right, baby. Let's he, ride this. After
5: the game, he kept
4: it real. The big picture of it all was our inability. We got to do a better job. We got to do a better job drawing fouls. I think we suck at it. We're f-ing terrible. Oh. We're terrible at drawing fouls, and we got to do a better job.
6: Oh, no. That's... Can y'all
4: write all that in there, right? y'all can write that in there, right? Make sure you don't bleep that out. Well, we kind of have to. We're f-ing
5: terrible. We're terrible. yeah, we're bleeping terrible right we got we have to bleep that out, otherwise we get in trouble, mm-hmm. Dennis. but
6: but thanks for sharing. Yeah well, Dennis, I'll just let you know you are effing terrible right now because you're the only power five conference school. Without a win in conference play right now. Joining the likes of who did I say, Josh, or some of the other Division I winless schools that are out there right now. You got the Missouri Tigers at 0-13. You got Mississippi Valley State Delta Devils at 0-13. Gotta schedule them next year. Get them year. in the league. You got the Pacific Tigers sitting at a robust 0-13, and, and DePaul is the only other kind of like, you know, big East type school, you know, of a conference that you've recognized before. That is sitting at 0 and 14. So DePaul is Once technically the worst. Huh? Yeah. What man. happened to them, man? Remember when they were like an up and coming, not an up and coming, but a pretty decent school where. You know they were good every single year, and they had like Oliver Purnell as their coach, I believe, at one point in time. I think that's the guy I met on the Wrigley rooftop that day. But the uh, but the women's basketball coach was the star of DePaul. That guy ran Chicago, um, and and so DePaul sitting at 0 and fourteen in Big East play. They're the only Power Five team that's quote unquote worse than the Missouri Tigers are at O and thirteen, and they're only worse is because they played an extra game uh, from Missouri right now. And with a new athletic director coming in, you, you have to wonder what they're going to do. I know Carrington said, "Oh, they got a great recruiting class." coming in. Big deal. Who cares? You got to hold it though. You got to you, you find a way it's to tough. keep it. And if you're a recruit right now and you're looking at Missouri at 0 and 13 in the, in the SEC, is that a place that really interests you? Unless the funding goes up and they're paying you some more money not to go somewhere else. Are you really interested in joining an 0 and 13 team and having to be the savior mm-hmm. of that team? I'm not, I'd pass on the university of Missouri. And so they, they, they just stink out loud. Pass? I would do the extra pass. Okay. Oh yes. K- Kansas fans love the extra pass. Kansas fans see the extra pass. They take their shirts off and they light a cigarette, man. Pass. Oh, I'm, the extra pass. I'm an extra the, pass defender. I know you are. <laughs> I like the it high is, percentage shot. It is so right? pretty.
5: But yeah. you know, hopefully the bad shooter passes it to the good shooter, yeah. and then he gets a better shot.
6: I think we like the extra pass because we don't see it. Like as soon as guys get the ball, they're shoot, shoot, shoot. No, we don't need to shoot every time we get the. Mm. We don't need to shoot every time we get the basketball. Mm-hmm. Swing it around the arc, get it inside, get it to the seven foot two guy. A little dipsy dude dunkaroo with the onions.
5: You see the seven two guy. Not everybody has. that. Well, thing. you can find a guy. All right, uh, you. Uh, did you sleep on this and you're now you're resigned or is this just well, today's I, feel? Or? I, I don't know.
6: Mm-hmm. I, I think it's I think it's today's feel again, as we've talked about, you know, Chris Jones and Legereus Sneed, whatever they do, we're all going to go. Yeah, I can see them doing that. Right. Or whatever they don't do, we can say, yeah, I, I can see why they did that. And I think I'm resigned to the fact, Josh, that Chris Jones is coming back and Legereus Sneed will be set free, right? I, I kind of think that's the way it's trending right now. That's just a gut feeling. I talked to somebody last night about this. I said, what do you expect to happen here with Chris Jones and LeJarrius Need? And somebody that I talked to that's in the know on the condition of anonymity and all that nonsense uh, said The that, message will
5: self-destruct in
6: 30 yeah, seconds? Yeah, one of those type of things. They, they send it with the the text message that disappears, you know, like that, that, that font that allows you to have your text messages disappear and nobody else can read them. Um, but I, I, I'm told the Chiefs plan to meet with both the agent of Chris Jones and LeJaria Sneed at the Combine and then kind of make a decision from there of where the agents stand right now on what Chris Jones wants and what LeJaria Sneed wants. Jones tweeted, I think, yesterday or the day before, I'm back to my normal self, and to which somebody, one of our listeners, Miles, tweeted, so you're not staying, huh? <laughs> What's the response? And so, you know, you get a you get about a week out of, uh, out of the parade and the excitement and all that, and then the reality sets in. And so I think there's a lot of rumors and innuendos going on about what people think are going to happen. And I think, I think a good hypothesis, which is an educated guess, right? They say, I learned that in science class one year, Uh, a a good hypothesis is that Chris Jones does stay and Lejarius Sneed does walk. I think that's where I'm going right now. Josh, if I'm like, if, if I'm a golfer after Thursday, the leader in the clubhouse right now, after Thursday, is Chris Jones staying in Legereus Sneed uh, taking his uh, his talents to South Beach or wherever you know he's going to go about that. But they're not going to make any kind of decisions on anything, whether it's the franchise tag or the transition tag, which I don't think we use anymore. Uh, but they're going to talk to the agents at the Combine and kind of do a face-to-face thing go, all right, where do you guys really stand on this? What do you guys want? Is this something we can work out? And I think that's the right way to do it, right? You don't want to be uh, too aggressive. You don't want to be too passive. You want to understand where the agents are and quite honestly, Josh, face-to-face meetings in Indianapolis are a hell of a lot better than trying to do something via text message or on the phone or even on Zoom. You can sit there and talk to these agents face-to-face, and that's what the plan is for the Chiefs, to talk to the agents of Sneed and Chris Jones, and I'm sure others, you know, at the uh, at, at the Combine, before they make a decision on what they want to do moving forward with these two guys. But if they bring Chris Jones back and LeJarrius Sneed is set free, you good with that? I, I kind of am, I guess. I mean, as much as I like Sneed to stay – I understand Jones is in a different category.
5: Yeah, yeah. You're 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 doing it to you're doing it for legacy. Right. And then you have again, you've got you've done a really good job in the secondary.
6: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, McDuffie, really good take job, on a yeah. bigger role.
5: Right. One of these other guys elevate. Right. And you're probably using the draft. Right. Then too. So yeah. I wouldn't be surprised probably at this point, either way. Uh it's getting buried to folklore. Oh, I see what you did there.
4: I'm dropping flavor, my behavior is hereditary, but my technique is very necessary. Blame it on Ice Cube, because instead it get funky, when you got a subject and a predicate, add it on a dope beat, and it'll make you think. Some suckers just tickle me, bring to my stomach, cause they don't flow like this one. You know what, I won't hesitate that this one or two before I'm through, so don't try to sing this. Some drop science. well I'm dropping English, even if yeller makes it a cappella. I still express yo. I don't smoke weed or cassettes, cause it's known to give a brother brain damage. And brain damage on the mic don't manage nothing, but making a sucker you equal. Don't be another sequel.
5: You pick the music on a way back Wednesday nine one three five eight six seven six ten. Include your name so that you may get the credit. Express yourself by N.W.A. Detroit
7: Derek with the recognition.
5: There you go, Derek. Don't try to chip, uh, trip up JT either. Today, right. Okay? Yeah. Come on now. Let's go. Okay. Yeah. Radio versions only, JT. Hey, just, yeah. Just, yeah. Listen, just so you listen. know. You know, I didn't radio even know Uptown only.
7: Funk was a quote-unquote bad radio song until I started looking it up and it said clean version. I'm like, well, yeah. okay. Wait, well, no clean uptown version. Funk is a bad song? Uh, apparently so. I didn't so. know that. I didn't Holy know that cow.
6: I had no idea that was like that. Wow, you learn something new every day. So yeah, request so, yeah. your songs and do not try yeah. to throw JT for a loop Radio today. versions only. Especially like N.W.A. Yes, please be careful. (laughs) I I
7: went through that song twice. I was like, I'm not getting selected. Okay, make sure
6: you do. Simon and Garfunkel. Don't try to throw them up with any of those Simon and Garfunkel songs either. Okay, let's go, Terry. Chance.
5: All right, so I guess we'll never know. I guess I accidentally made a, a tease that
6: you liked. Oh, you did. You said it's getting buried in folklore. I thought you did that on purpose. I of course, not. We're going to talk about Travis Kelsey folklore being one of the albums of Taylor Swift. Learned which that is my, actually now. my favorite so. album of that's, that's Taylor nice. Swift. So you said that's that. Nice. I'm like, look at Josh nope. embracing it all, nope. baby. Total mistake. Oh. Total mistake. Do you know what? Sometimes a blind squirrel finds a nut. Just take it and go home. Okay? Say, oh, yo, yep. you're welcome. I did a good job there. So
5: uh, NFL Films. Is not going to release the interaction between Travis Kelsey and Andy Reid. I know during the Super Bowl. I'm very disappointed in that. It's believed they have it, but that the Chiefs put the squash on. Yeah, the Chiefs said, which said is, no. Which is they're right, right? NFL well, Films is an NFL property. Mm-hmm. You get to, I guess, you get some. You do get some veto power, like when they do. Uh, Hard knocks and all those things, you know. Mm-hmm. You get to you get to watch them, right? You know, and you can take stuff out. And you know, unlike the Jets, who should have buried the Sam Darnold. I'm seeing ghosts comment, right? Exactly. Pretty much ruined, ruined
6: him. his career.
5: Yeah. Well, right? he ruined his career, and the Jets ruined it too. Yeah. So. Yeah. But if that doesn't come out, mm-hmm. maybe what's it's a Sam different... Darnold's perception.
6: Well, his that's perception's just, a lot different. His perception is just another failed quarterback. That's just, that's you know? just
5: like one example. I don't know. There's Damn. been a lot of them that have really crushed people. Mm-hmm. And most of the time, you know, you leave them there and in and, and whatever. Right. Uh, but. There's belief the audio exists and the an NFL film said, nope. Or uh, the chief said, nope, please don't include that in inside the NFL and all the stuff. I don't know if you watched. I actually watched the episode yesterday. It was pretty good mm-hmm. about with all the mic'd up stuff from the Super Bowl. Um,
6: but we'll, we'll never know. They're keeping that in house. Well, and and there's something to be said for that, right? Like you, you brought up the Sam Darnold, you know, example. And I think that's a really good one, even though it's like one of, I don't know how many that we can actually point to. Maybe it's just one of one could be just one of one that, you know, you saw something like that on NFL films. And I think we all had the same feeling was why did they let that out? Right. Why did they allow that to go to press, if you will? And they did. And it came out and Sam Darnold has not been the same since what if the Chiefs did a solid for either Andy Reid or Travis Kelsey and did it because one of them said something they probably shouldn't have and it could have been really bad for their image, you know? And and I think this is where the team does need to intervene and need to step in and need to say, hey – you know what? We appreciate NFL films. We love you guys. We give you guys basically 99% of what you want to do. Hey, do us a solid on this one, and please do not release what was said there. Now, do you want to hear what he said? I do. I know everybody probably wants to hear what he has to say, but maybe it just wasn't appropriate to uh, to a G audience, if you will, uh, to, to let you know Travis Kelsey and Andy Reid's discussion get out there. So I appreciate the Chiefs for doing that because ultimately, Josh, that's their job at the end of the day is to protect their players, right? Sometimes you got to protect us from ourselves, as we like to say. Mm-hmm. And so I think they kind of intervened maybe at the right time and protected Travis so, Kelsey and Andy Reid from Travis Kelsey I, I and Andy Reid, and I, right? I don't, mind, I don't
5: mind that at all. Well, yeah, Kelsey, right. was, Kelsey was one of the ones that was mic'd up. Sure. So New York Post writes two people highly plugged into the sports media business told the Post they suspect the Chiefs blocked NFL films and inside the NFL from airing the direct Kelsey soundbite with one saying he thought, that the edict came from Reed. Yeah.
6: Could have. Yeah. Good. Use your veto. Yeah. You have it. Absolutely. You do. And, yeah. and you probably don't use it a lot, right? I, I You don't hear a lot of these stories where NFL Films has said, yeah, the team, you know, we had the audio. We wanted to put it out there, but the team didn't want us to put it out there. And I would think for the majority of times, Josh, NFL Films is very respectful of the teams. And if the teams say yeah, no, they yeah, probably yeah. say, okay, fine, we're going to back off on this one. They're not going to do anything to jeopardize their business. And they're not going to do anything to jeopardize their ability to go out there and cover the Events Because if they got told no by the Chiefs to run this thing, right, and they ran it anyway, what do you think the access would have been like going forward? Not just here in Kansas City, but all around the National Football League because other teams would have heard from the Chiefs. Hey, we told them not to run this. We told them not to run this. We told them not to run it and they ran it, the access wouldn't be as good. And ultimately at the end of the day, the people who pay for that are the fans who like to see the mic'd up stuff and the behind the scenes stuff. Like we've been doing that in the NFL since Lenny matriculated the ball down the field. Like that was the original NFL films of getting a coach on tape. And since then we love that kind of stuff. You get to hear stuff that you don't normally get to hear. And it lets you behind the closed door a little bit. It's fun.
5: Now, if I were San Francisco, I I had a buried Kyle Juice check saying, "Oh, we get this. You know, we get the score in overtime." Yeah, right, know, right, clearly, right. Like,
6: clearly didn't, didn't know the know the overtime didn't know rules. The overtime rules. Right.
5: And then also, uh, they knew everything was coming and couldn't stop
6: it. Right, exactly.
5: Right, and Did didn't, you, didn't stop it. Trent Did Williams. Trent Williams is there, like, okay, watch out, quarterback, quarterback, quarterback. Yeah, watch quarterback. And then, then they come on the drive there. He's getting the ball to 87 guys. Yeah. He's getting the. It's going to be a run runs and him getting the ball to 87. All right, let's go. And they still couldn't stop <laughs> still it. Still couldn't stop it. Right. Like they yeah. saw everything the chiefs intended to do. Yeah. At the uh, tail end of regulation in an overtime and they couldn't do a damn thing about it. It right. was glorious. Exactly. That's funny. And that's really good. I mean, San
6: Francisco. Be like this is very all that. But I think right there though, that's the microcosm of Travis Kelsey. How many times have you done an interview with people across the country, and they ask you the same question about why can't anybody stop Travis Kelsey, right? And, and the answer is there, there's no answer for why you can't stop he Travis. Just Kelsey. Gets He's open. just better than everybody he else, just right? Really, really good. Some people are just better than everybody else. And so I think that's the situation that we're in right now. San Francisco knew it was coming. They knew they were getting the ball. I think people for the better part of the last seven years has known Travis Kelsey's is going to get that ball from Patrick Mahomes and nobody's still been able to stop Travis Kelsey. It really shows you how good he is. And as much praise as we put on Patrick Mahomes for being this great quarterback, you have to start looking through the annals of sports and putting Travis Kelsey in that category of he's better at his job in sports than maybe anybody else who's ever done a job in sports, right? You've got like Babe Ruth, Shohei Otani, Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, Travis Kelsey's probably sneaking into that category right now of, I just do sports better than you. No matter what it is, Michael Jordan, LeBron James, you know, they're in that category. Wayne Gretzky Rocket Richard is up there as well, you know, from the NHL days of, you know, great hockey players, the Bobby Orr clan and all of those folks are up there and
5: college basketball shooters
6: and college basketball uh, shooters. But Travis Kelsey just happens to be in that category of I do sports better than just about anybody who's ever lived.
5: And uh, another of those is Steve Spagnolo. He dropped by with Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
4: me come and see me. Got three wishes from my genie. Now I'm on your local TV. I don't talk about demons. She when they come and see me when I'm in a local city. I'm like, pause, please step aside so they can see me. And I walk up in this d- light. Yeah, I'm really him. Talking my sh- light. I'm really him.
5: You pick the music on the way back Wednesday at nine one three five eight six seven six ten. Please include your name so that you may get the credit. Yeah, we got Cardi
7: Walker Himothy Mike and Denver uh recommended it. He said needed this song because Patrick Mahomes is him. Mm. Okay.
6: Very good. Also, uh either you guys are mind readers or our mics were on during the commercial break because mm. Josh had said something to me just as we were going back into the segment and then somebody texted it. Yes, we all miss Del Giorno. It's true. It's true. Safe to say. Yeah.
7: Yeah, it was weird. I hit the button to have him go, and I was like, where is the volume? And then all of a sudden, 10 seconds after it started, he's going on. I'm like, we missed the whole traffic. It's
6: not traffic. It's Del Giorno. Yeah. I miss him, too. We do miss that guy. He had a hot minute here, right? Yeah, he did. Bob Del Giorno. I'm Bob Del Giorno, 610 Sports Radio. Get off my bumper traffic. Who's lasted longer, Bob Del Giorno or... Well, maybe Dennis Gates with uh, the 0-13 situation going on at Missouri and a new athletic director coming maybe, in, right?
5: Maybe. Where's the one he re- recommend the other street? Yeah, <laughs> right. So I,
6: yeah. I recommend Burlington. <laughs> That's right. Burlington. Burlington. That's yeah. what it was. it was. Burlington.
5: Yes. We're terrible. We're terrible. Yeah. Terrible.
6: Terrible. Dennis Gates after last night's Mizzou, game. Owen 13. Owen 13.
5: Congratulations.
6: Bob Hurley was yelling at his team. I, I at one point heard him say, you're playing like Mizzou.
5: You want to be Mizzou?
6: You wanna be Mizzou? Hmm,
5: we'll you keep s-
6: jacking those threes. We'll send you
5: guys to Mizzou. Steve Spagnolo, Chief's Defensive Coordinator, dropping by with Cody and Gold yesterday here on 610 Sports Radio. Uh his brief time off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he said he was in in Florida. And he's like, but we got Scouting Combine coming up in a week. There's Combine's like, up. There's yeah. like barely any there's like barely any time. Yeah. But um they took some of his then yesterday. <laughs>
6: mm-hmm. I've hadn't had a day off yeah. in months. So that's yeah. fine. We need you for 10 that's, minutes. Right, Coach. That's right.
5: Uh, Spag says he's still not a fan of the uh, in Spags. We trust T-shirts, even though some family members now own it. First that's
8: of great. all, I'm still embarrassed by it. I've, I've been <laughs> trying to burn as many as I could. And only only because it's just not me. But listen. I love the love. The love is mutual with Justin and all the guys. And yeah, a couple of family members did get it, and uh, so every once in a while I do have to look at it. But listen, it's all because we got a group of guys that listen bought in and and did a heck of a job. Because you know, nobody nobody trusts anybody until it's unless it's a two way street. And those guys were terrific. And thank God we were able to do what we did.
5: I would love to see him like walk. You know, it's just like a family gathering, and he walks in the room, and then once somebody's got that laser eye shirt on, and he's like, "Please come on."
6: I'd like to see him walk into the family yeah, reunion great. with that shirt great. on, right? Just, yeah, just take the heat off of it. Yeah, so. but how, it's it's embarrassing, right? I mean, if you're Steve Spagnola, like everybody's wearing these shirts, and oh, Spags, yeah, oh, you we can trust, just right? Say,
5: just kind of shake your head. Yeah, it's pretty great. It is. Uh, why didn't this defense have the uh, the old Spagnola reputation? It was like it takes time. Yeah, right. It
6: does. Right.
5: It takes that's time. usually been the case. This one did not take time.
8: Why? So we all look back at it. I think the what we went through two years ago, the twenty twenty two season, you know, with how young we were and we kind of built and got better and better. And then it, you know, it culminated in a in a Super Bowl win. I think that gives everybody a lot of confidence. So I think when the guys came back, um, they had a lot of confidence in what we were doing. But you add that to the fact that we brought in what I thought were three key free agents, Mike Edwards, to triangle and Charles, Menahue. and even though we didn't have Charles for a stretch there when he was suspended, I thought adding those guys in there uh, gave us a huge jump. And I think, you know, we just kind of picked up where we left off uh, the prior year. And, you know, Justin Reed was now his second year in the system. Cause remember when he came two years ago, it was all new to him. Uh, and any, there's always a transition and a learning curve when guys come to new systems, it doesn't matter what the system is but I just think we were all together. You know, I, I keep going back to this, guys. You've probably heard me say it before, but when the guy in the middle, and I'm talking about Nick Bolton, when he's as high an IQ player as he is, I think it makes all the other 10 guys around him that much better. I think that had a lot to do with it. It's high, interesting. High praise for Nick yeah, Bolton. Yeah, the high
6: IQ player, you need that. It goes back to the basketball IQ we talked about with the college players to start the show. You've got to have that IQ and understanding of the game in order to be successful and to have the guy wearing that green dot in the middle, you know, having the IQ that Nick Bolton does is extremely beneficial for this team. I think it was the Green Bay Packers were the only team to score over 24 points against the Chiefs this year, Josh. One team in the NFL in a scoring league scored over 24 points on this Chiefs defense. It's never going to get the same love that the Ott Ravens got. It's never going to get the same love as the 85 Bears. It's never going to get the same love as the Minnesota Vikings steel curtain or the Pittsburgh steel Steelers, you know, purple people eaters. It's never going to get those same type of love, but it should because what the Chiefs defense did this year in an offensive league to hold every team under 27 points except one is truly remarkable. And he he mentioned three key free agent signings. Uh, Of those three names, of Charles Amenahu, of Mike Edwards, and of Drew Tranquil, I think really the only one that anybody was quote-unquote excited about may have been Charles Amenahu. You knew who that was and whatnot. Mike Edwards kind of flew under the radar. unknown. Drew Tranquil, you can say you remember him from the Chargers. You don't. Uh, But it was a nice glue guy type of signing, right? And without that signing, we don't get a great moment.
1: Miami, got him. Got him in a blizzard in a snow Baltimore. Can't beat them. Big Bad Wolves. No chance. We could have and then the Big Bad 49ers. Oh, coming in. Oh, this, that, and the other. Man. Big red T Swift and the boys came and took it. We took it. They didn't give us nothing. And we took it. I don't even have a voice right now. I love you guys.
6: You checked Drew Tranquil's phone before the parade. He was Googling great moments in Kansas City Parade history and and channeled his hitter Johnny Gomes on that one, right? T
5: Swift and the boys. And the boys, yes.
6: Big red T Swift and the boys (laughs) in that order. (laughs) And that order made it happen, right? But Drew Tranquil proved to be like those I've said this for years, Josh. Those are the free agent signings that I absolutely love. A guy you never heard of before that comes in and just does his job, right? The free agent signings that I hate. are the Odell Beckham free agent signings, the big-name players that you pay big-name money to that never live up to what they are supposed to do. Von Miller in Buffalo, Kendrell Bell in Kansas City. We've seen them over the years. When you go into free agency, and we're getting ready to go there in less than a month right now, everybody's going to be clamoring over these big-name free agents. It's the free agents that you get in that second and third wave that generally are the ones that bring your club together. Where would we be with Mike without Mike Edwards? Where would we be without Drew Tranquil? I've said it all along. Where would we have been without a guy like Joe Tooney? I know he's a high-priced guy, but Joe Tooney's not a sexy free agent coming in. He's an offensive guard. That brought the whole offensive not, line not, together, not right? Not to
5: mention a no longer in New England guy, dot, dot, dot. Yeah. They, they typically go, well, New England
6: gets rid of him. There's a reason why. Right. Well, oh, he oh, oh. oh, came here, and he's a stud. And he's been but, a superstar yeah. here. Charles Amenahu, very nice signing for this team. So those are the free agent signings that I like. I hate the break the bank. I know this guy's name, and he's on my fantasy team. Because pretty much if those guys get away, there's a reason those guys get away. And that's because their current team thinks they've seen better days. Now,
5: Amenahu is interesting, because seemingly he's in his feelings. Yeah. As much as you can be in your feelings, I guess, on social media these days. Well, yeah. But so, Charles,
6: read the room, pal. <laughs> so,
5: torn ACL at the end of the season, right? <laughs> right. Missed the first six uh, six games with the suspension, mm-hmm. right? So, he played, what, eight, nine games this year? Yeah. Right? He missed six. Six games. Yeah. So, he played 11 games this year. So yeah. Played 11 games this year. Had seven sacks in 11 games. Really, really nice good. Number. Really good. Really nice numbers. Number. Yeah. Very good play. And then, torn ACL. Uh, Missed the AFC Championship and the Super Bowl. Right. Probably
6: right? we will not see Charles Zamenu on the football field until the tail end of the 24, maybe the beginning okay. of 25. To a, your a contract
5: while, yeah. here, but it's also got an out. Right. Now you probably have to negotiate that based on injury, blah, blah, blah.
6: The out is very manageable, though, from a salary cap standpoint. I think it's like they, they can negotiate something that only ends up being like a $1 million cap it. So it's not that big a yeah. deal. So he tweets out this
5: week, want to feel appreciated. Okay. Sometimes you're like context. I don't know. Uh-huh. Didn't have a full season and put up numbers. Does that go unnoticed? Might have to do it again to get what I want at the end.
6: <sighs> bro, you missed six games because you were suspended, and now you have a torn ACL. Like, seriously, as much as I liked him as a player, read the room, bro. <laughs> like, seriously. Read the room. You're hurt. You're probably going to be out for a year, and it takes two years to recover from these ACL injuries. At 26, he's not old, but that puts you at 28 by the time you're rocking and rolling and ready to come back and feeling 100%, right? Like, I get it. You you want to raise? We all do. Welcome to 2024. We all feel underpaid. We all want to raise in America, right? It's not common or it's not, you know, unique to you. It's common to everybody. But you, you got to read the room, man. There's a lot of other things that this organization needs to do than negotiate a new contract with a cat who who's out for next year too.
5: Yeah, it's like, wait, I I got to deal with you too. Yeah. Like,
6: okay, Charles. Thanks. Appreciate like, you coming. But seems
5: like he just needs a little ego stroke. I don't know yeah. what it, I don't I don't know what that one what that one is. Yeah. Like one, you did the first thing to yourself. Yeah.
6: And then secondly, now you're hurt. Now you're hurt. And, and that sucks, and, and he was playing good. And he was a nice player when he was go, out there. It didn't go unnoticed, but what did you expect? Someone's going to slap you a new deal? Like, if you were healthy at the end of this season and ready to go, maybe they maybe they think about it. But you've got an ACL injury right now, and there's no guarantees you're ever going to be that same mm-hmm. player. A uh, a royal he used to
5: regulate is regulating again. It's unbelievable. We'll get to this next. Hit the note, everyone.
6: Go. Go. Yeah, all the dogs are screaming yeah, around here. Yes, dogs yeah. are howling
5: everywhere. You pick the music for better or worse on the way back Wednesday, nine one three five eight six seven six ten. If you include your name, you may get the credit. Where does
6: that one fall in the better or worse category? You decide. Well, well I'm all. asking Great you. video. The Great video, video is phenomenal. Video. Worked in yeah. its time. It yeah. was the first video on MTV, just so you know. In black and white with uh, shading.
5: Oh, yeah. Yeah yeah. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It was drawn in pencil, the whole thing. I was, and they flipped the book.
6: They did. It was cool. And they sang about microwave ovens and delivery. I was showing my daughter some old videos the other day of, like, Guns N' Roses. Like, you got to watch this November Rain video. She wasn't as interested as no, I was. That's not not as, at all. Not impressed I'm like That's all. Tawny Catane. She beat up Chuck Finley.
5: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gene Bendings. in uh, Glendale. That's right. Getting his request in this morning. Way to go, Gene. Up way early in Glendale today. Way early. Yeah. But,
6: uh, Probably going to go get a small coffee and take a stroll. You would think. Or, or stretches.
7: Or, or are they going to bed? Like, some people like, uh, my
6: grandparents. No no, 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 Gene's he's, old. He's, he's getting oh, early okay. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah
7: my, my parents always thought it was weird. My grandparents, they would go to bed around 3, 34 o'clock every day. Wake up around 11. They would eat one meal a day at 2 o'clock. Go out and eat.
3: Mm-hmm. Come back
7: home. Around Ten, they'll eat the ice cream with the news on and be like, "All right, crosswords until." T- sounds like a great life. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, it really I mean, does.
6: It
5: honestly, it does. Yeah, yeah sounds yeah, awesome. Yeah,
6: absolutely. You ah, your rascal picture. fired
5: up. Go to McDonald's, grab a coffee and a hash brown. I picture Gene somewhere with the rubber band tied to a fence, getting that uh, getting, getting that, that r- r- deltoid thing yeah, worked out, getting, getting all get getting those kinks worked out before he starts his
6: day. I see Gene pulling at one time, going, "I'm good here. <laughs>
5: I don't so, need to do this." <laughs> We did the, uh, the the five-year reunion, remember? Of what? Of the uh, the Royals. It, it was five years ago now. Five, five years Jackie. ago now. <laughs> yeah.
6: It was like, quite an endeavor. I don't think we'll take it under
5: again. It was, it was, it was well, a it's lot easier to get there. these guys out because they're so. all retired. You don't have to go through it's teams true. and it's COVID, true. yeah. But uh, I guess we should have found him because, I mean, what an interesting life now from the where are they now file. Yeah,
6: right? Can you believe this? This is great. And if I'd have
5: told you that Kelvin Herrera is
6: now a mayor. Uh-huh. In the Dominican Republic, would you have said fact or fiction? I, I probably would have said fact because the, the 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 lasting memory I think that everybody has of Kelvin Herrera is him throwing at that Oakland A player. Remember that sound we used to have? <laughs> and it like it was like major league, yeah. it broke the side. Boom. And the bench is clear. <laughs> and gone, Kelvin Herrera. Mm hmm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he's the he's a mayor down in the Dominican following the footsteps of I don't know why this was one of my favorite players growing up, I guess, because when you're a kid, like everybody's your favorite player. But Melito Perez, remember him? His his brother, Pasquale Perez. They were pitchers for the Yankees and the White Sox and some other teams as well. And then he also and this is not a good one to follow in the footsteps of Raul Mondesi. He was a mayor down there. And don't remember. Didn't he go to jail for I doing something so, yeah. he should have done down yeah. there in the Dominican? Right. Yeah. So hopefully the he doesn't end one. up like Mondesi. Yes, yes. that's right. So I, I think, look, Herrera will be good, man. That guy never shied away from a confrontation. That guy never shied away from you know uh, being the regulator, if you will, on the mound out there. So I think he could be uh, he could be pretty good as the mayor down there in the Dominican. Interested to see what becomes of all of that. If you were going to uh, elect a current athlete as the mayor of Kansas City. Who would you elect? No, because see, I would go with Creed, because I think Creed embodies everything that is Kansas City. I, Beer, off, barbecue, and just being a larger gentleman.
5: First off, I'd rather have Herrera be like the, the sheriff. Okay. The sheriff or whatever. And then you're sentenced to, you get, it's not like the dunk tank kind of, but he's going to buzz the tower a
6: couple times. That's right. As your punishment. Yeah. <laughs> as your punishment. Mm-hmm. You're going to stand. You're going to stand in the box and I'm going to throw at you. Yes. Yeah. Sure. yeah. And then when we're done, you can go home. Yeah. If I hit you, I hit you. If I don't, I don't. Yeah. yeah right. You survive. Right. You yeah. don't know
5: where it's going, but you know. Right. You, you got to stand in there. If <laughs> back out of the box. We're doing it again. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe I've made I you picture that in a
6: weird way. Who would be the uh, who would be the the mayor of like if you all took a Chiefs? current no a current Kansas City athlete Royal Chiefs, okay. Sporting current anybody right. you know whoever you want. I'm taking Creed. I think he just embodies what Kansas City is. Beer, barbecue, and he's a larger yeah. gentleman, man. Like, Creed fits Kansas City to a T. So I think he'd be great as um, mayor of this town. Justin Reed. That's a good one. I do like that one. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, Tyron Matthew was the landlord, so Justin Reed's now the mayor, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think Justin Reed Okay. would be my pick. Why?
5: My I don't know. Leadership. Okay. Good public speaker. Could rally people around him.
6: Yeah. You know. Has the In Spags We Trust t-shirts. Yeah. He knows how to already do marketing. Sure.
7: All right, I kind of like I that one.
6: kind of the whole package. JT, who you got?
7: Man, uh, that's a tough one. You know, it would be, I like Creed a lot, but I was thinking, um, uh, I no, Blake Bell,
6: I, I don't know why. But okay, that's Bell, fine. That's fine. Okay. You know, some Bell, of the best yeah. answers, JT, are, I don't know why, but this works, right? And that's okay. Blake you Bell don't have to have an answer. answer. And uh, it's uh, a great answer. A answer. Yeah. Yeah, because Blake Bell, I mean, he, him, him like Creed, I feel like Blake Bell could lift a car, change a tire, do all that kind of stuff that you need, right? Like, I, I think Creed is definitely in that category. I think Blake Bell could be in that category. That's fine. You want Blake Bell as the mayor of Kansas City? Let's go. Who do you say? Text line 913-586-7610. I'm interested to see how Kelvin Herrera pans out as mm. mayor in the Dominican.
5: I like it. So congratulations yeah. on the uh, the victory on uh, Tuesday. Wednesday. Yeah. let's go. Received 49.3% of the vote. How about that? 49 point something, like something percent yeah, of the vote
6: yeah, yeah no you're right it wasn't 50
5: percent no it's no. like 49 to 46 or something, yeah so. yeah yeah so but he won he won he's
6: now the mayor in, in the Dominican. what do you think his platform was soda machines in all the schools or longer lunch period like you're running for the mayor of a, of a town like what could you possibly want to do i don't know is he fixing potholes or i don't, something? Know. That's I don't what know i'm saying like know. are there potholes in the dominican i don't I know think. you I know think. i would think
5: they're everywhere right yeah i would think yeah. they're everywhere Universal, yeah, I like that though. <laughs> pop machines in the well, room. I mean, when you ran for
6: student body you, council yeah, president, we're gonna get yeah. soda machines. We will have
5: sugary snacks. We will have yeah. pop machines, and nobody will have to go to the dentist. Right. More recess,
6: yeah. And bigger lockers, yeah. So, I and gambling, gets- legalized gambling. Yeah, yeah. Or at least that was yeah. my platform. I don't know. Yeah. I was doing the illegal gambling when I was in high school, yeah. but. Dan Kilgore, somebody wants in as as mayor. Oh, man, why didn't I think of that? That would have been really good. Uh, can I go Peter Vermees? Hell yeah, you can go Peter Vermees. I don't have a problem with that. Peter would be a great mayor. He doesn't take anything from anybody, right? No. I don't have time for this. Okay? Not to mention
5: he's, you know, really good at multitasking and doing a lot of work. Himself. He was
6: great during the pandemic as well, so, and he's been great with Sporting Kansas City. I mean, we, we give all the praise to Andy Reid and, you know, Brett Veach and whatnot at the Chiefs for doing their thing. But, I mean, my God, Peter Vermees has been running that organization and winning championships with Sporting KC since the minute they started here in Kansas City. And so, I said,
5: it's, it's better now that they've been able to add resources. But for a long time, it was like five people.
6: Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? Like Yeah. Now they got six. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, they added that they, six. It's, it's yeah. like
5: vastly different than like baseball and football where they didn't have the resources. You just did everything. Yeah, right. Yeah, and he's done so, a great job. So I would like, say, it can't be I would, understated. I would say he could, have, he could uh, balance a lot of things on his on his
6: desk. Right. You know? If yeah. the mayor is someone that is loved by all, then I choose Spags. I don't think you have to be loved by all to be it. Ned Yost coming in as the mayor. That would be a good. Ned would be a great mayor. Ned, do you want to be the mayor? No. I mean, Yeah.
5: Ned, during the public comment section, I would worry about. Oh, yeah.
6: Uh, Ned, we have a pothole on oak. <sighs> what do you want me to do about it? Okay. Uh, it Mer- actually would be really good, though. Mayor
5: Yost, do you truly care about potholes in our streets? No, 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 no. I don't. I don't. I don't. But, really? yeah, yeah, I think yeah, we sure. should. It's going to get me reelected. Fix uh, the potholes.
6: Yeah. Ned, what do you think about our, uh, our, uh, our 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 downtown stadium? Nah, we don't need one. I mean, we do, but, you know. Thank you, Ned. How's that dam working out for you? We're going to dam the Missouri River and turn it into a lake. You can huh? Ned on, like, a school board. Ned mm-hmm. would have no patience for anything. No. That's why he goes to the farm and closes the gate. You do realize that, right? <laughs> he doesn't have time for anything anything uh, anymore uh-uh, uh-uh. and probably never did. Yeah. If I could go close the gate on November 1st and not open it up until February 15th, I'd be in heaven. Maybe he maybe he wouldn't be a good mayor because he just wants to just live in his little community and be left He's alone. He's the mayor <laughs> of Nedville, right? <laughs> Nedville, population yeah. one, yeah. and maybe yeah. Deb every once yeah. in a while gets to yeah. visit. Yeah. But it's population one. And I'm the damn mayor of this town. I'm paying my taxes, but I'm doing it once. Right. And then you don't bother me again. Yeah, you come get me. Come to Nedville and see what happens. That fence is electrocuted. You touch that thing, you're shocked. (laughs) Remember when we thought Ned didn't know COVID happened? (laughs) Like, we were convinced Ned had no idea that COVID happened. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then he had it. But we were convinced that Ned had no clue that COVID took place because he was in that farm doing his thing, right? Mm Mm-hmm. God, we all want to be Ned, don't we? I think, honestly, Josh, if I could switch places with one person who's come through Kansas City from a sports standpoint, Ned Yost would be that guy. Won a championship. You can come back at any time, get your flowers, wave to everybody, and then you go on the farm and nobody's messing with you. Yep. And, and, and you can go out with Foxworthy and eat that cheese fondue at Golden Corral and hardly anybody recognizes you. You got more money than you know what to do with. You got World Series rings. You got a farm. That's the life.
5: I mean, I would probably hire more people to work said farm rather than do it all myself. But other than that... Gives you an excuse to get outside. I suppose. I got to go work on the farm. Who's going to debate you? Yeah, true. I got to go get on the tractor. For what? I got to go get on the tractor.
6: Like somebody calls you, you know, you try to get out of like going to lunch yeah, with yeah, somebody. Yeah. No, I got a dirt pile. I got I to get on the tractor for yeah. a while. Why? Those, those,
5: because... Those beavers are... Screwing with
6: the uh, yeah, those beavers ain't gonna you know fend for themselves out there. Yeah, no, do it for the beaver. Yeah, got to do it for Got to get that fiber uh, corn planter going.
5: James Winchester, another good answer. I like that. Old reliable, I call him. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Drew Tranquil for mayor right now. People says. like Drew Tranquil. Yeah, yeah. You gotta. I think you gotta live a certain amount of time though. I or saw I saw Billy Butler on the residency. list.
6: Billy Butler coming in as the mayor. Yeah. Okay. That's one, if you told
5: me he's now living in an Idaho town and is the mayor, I would believe it. Billy Butler? Yeah,
6: yeah, yeah. Well, he is like a gym teacher like at the local m- middle school. They moved back to, to Idaho. Yeah. Well, they definitely did that. And
5: and now there's like a a small community that's looking to become incorporated. Yeah. <laughs> And Bill and Billy, what the hell you're talking And about? Billy's the mayor. Like it's not really a city yet, but they're trying. Yeah, to they're become trying a to town become a city or whatever. And, and Billy, Billy's like, would you just get the? Yeah, sure, I got it. Sure, fine. Billy Butler
6: or Billy Coons? Billy Butler. Okay, Billy Butler. Have we told the story or not? Where I had to intervene between two people? Uh, no, no. Should we? Or Uh, okay. Let's hold off on that. I don't know. That's fine. Somebody wants Frank White so you can get a Frank Bucks cashed in. Yeah, that's a good point. Someone
5: else says not Frank White.
6: (laughs) Here's a random one, Mark (laughs) Rudzellonic. The more random, the better. Hi.
5: I'm Grudzy. Yeah. I'm running for mayor. Hi. I'm former Royal Mark Rudzelonik. I'm Mm. running for mayor of Leewood. Yeah. Taylor Swift would get some ass done, somebody says. That's
6: true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Herm Edwards. You, Mayor, to win yeah. the vote.
5: Mayor, it appears the taxes are going up this year. Nah, I don't know. You
6: know what? So you better pay them. You don't pay your taxes, you get on. Nah, 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 nah.
5: Jason Kendall. Alex Smith, I saw, which wouldn't be bad. Alex Smith. Catchers could be mayors, too. Yeah, that's why Jason Ned, Kendall that's why would, be Ned good. would
6: be a good mayor. Yeah. This one coming from He's Gene and Glendale. He says, Chris gets. Mm. Oh. He's running a baseball team. He doesn't have time to be the mayor. Right. He's your boss. Um, yeah. I want to see the George Brett Pine Tar rage in the mayor's office. That would be funny. <laughs> what do you mean you're not voting for this? He goes running through a city council meeting it would be fantastic.
5: <laughs> Gil Mesh should be a good mayor cuz if he if he uh didn't do a good job he'd put money back. I mm-hmm. like that. <laughs> I like
6: that. Yeah, I didn't really get the job done here. Yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah. Yeah. Joe Randa?
5: Mark Tien? Tien would be good. Yeah, yeah t- Tien would be good. Chuck Knoblock I don't know. He got the yips there at the end. He really did. I don't know if I want to mirror with the yips. That's just me. It's 7 o'clock on a Wednesday. It's time for
4: Power Power Rankings. If you only knew the power. Do
6: you have the power? I have the
5: power! It's almost 7 o'clock on a Wednesday, and this is also called Stretching the Bit. That's exactly right.
6: Yeah. But it works, but, right? It works.
5: I found some power rankings. That's why. That's okay. why I was stretch stretching the beat the bit. NFL.com. This is a quarterback quarterback day on power rankings. Ranking all 66 starting quarterbacks
6: from the twenty twenty three NFL season. So sixty six people started a game in the NFL yes, this year? Yes. How many started for Minnesota? <laughs>
5: Well uh, as many has started for, How many say, start for Cleveland the Jets in
6: Cleveland. Yeah. And, yeah. They had a bunch.
5: Um actually uh twenty twenty three was less. Sixty eight made starts in twenty twenty two. Wow. Sixty six in twenty twenty three. Okay. So here's what they say. They're judging the quarterbacks by their entire regular season and playoff performance.
6: Not so after we get past Mahomes at number one, it's two through sixty six. You'd think. I would think. I mean, yeah. I mean, he is back-to-back Super Bowl champ, back-to-back Super Bowl MVP, three playoff games against opponents. Nobody think they could beat two on the road, one in sub-zero temperatures. he got to be number one. Well, if he's not named Lamar Jackson, that is. What? What did Lamar do? Lamar
5: Jackson is number one. He was the MVP of the regular season. He
6: was the MVP more by default you... this year, and you know I love Lamar. Yeah,
5: yeah, there wasn't a great, I didn't think there was a great quarterback candidate to be perfectly honest. Like, no, I didn't. That would have made yeah. a play for others.
6: I don't think know? Mahomes should have been MVP. You no. could always name him MVP, but I don't think he should have been right. the MVP this year. So, again, regular—if you said regular
5: season, I'll give it to you. If you mm-hmm. say regular season and postseason, well, you saw you'd pick nobody else. You, nobody so else. Silly. But yeah. anyway, they have Lamar Jackson number one, Josh Allen
6: number two. Oh God. And then Patrick Mahomes, number three. Okay, so now we're into the we're officially into the stupid season yeah. of the NFL. Right?
5: Mahomes ended the regular season just barely cracking the top ten. Excuse
6: me, top ten of what? Their quarterback rankings of current NFL quarterbacks. Yeah, they're, well, their twenty twenty three quarterback rankings. If you would have told me he barely cracked the top ten of all time quarterbacks, I would have laughed. Yeah. But now I'm really guffawing yeah. at this one. He labored through much of twenty twenty three. Oh my god. Not barely cracked the top 10 you're telling me you can think of nine quarterbacks that are better in the nfl today mm. or all time than patrick mahomes you're an ass if you think that who mm. wrote this column uh, nick shook jared goff number four
5: and matt stafford number five see this is where stupid stats get in the way of like common sense I mean, his regular season was okay. It wasn't. But, but you it wasn't,
6: said it combined playoffs. It was bad, but it,
5: this combined the playoffs. And I'm like, well, once you get the playoffs, you're like, Pfft. forget about it. Like, there's nobody
6: better. It, how good would his NFL regular season have been, Josh, if Kadarius Tony lines up on sides and doesn't tip a pass to Detroit? Seriously, how much different are we looking at Patrick Mahomes' regular season if Kadarius Toney lines up on sides and doesn't tip a ball to the you Lions? A few
5: drop passes away from being
6: a top five offense again yes right and Travis is over a thousand yards if Kadarius Tony lines up on sides yeah so I mean my god people will do anything to try to get (laughs) oh Mahomes isn't the best yeah whatever then you're stupid you just are 33rd team went with its offseason
5: quarterback power rankings okay in which they did have Mahomes number one followed by Lamar Josh Allen Justin Herbert fourth and Matt Stafford at number five.
6: If you're building a football team and can't take Patrick Mahomes to be your starting quarterback, who are you starting your team with? To me, it's Lamar. And I am as biased as you can get because I absolutely love watching Lamar Jackson play. Who would you start your team with? You can't take Patrick Mahomes. Correct. Um, It's... Probably Josh Allen. Josh Allen. What about you?
5: And I'm running a lot of quarterback power. JT, who you
6: got?
4: Yeah, a
5: lot of, a lot of
6: runs. Yeah, if he's I gonna
5: can't get beat take up a Mahomes?
6: lot. But. Yeah, you can't take Mahomes. What quarterback you starting your team? While you're with. wearing a Texas Tech Mahomes jersey yeah. yeah. today, yes, right. you Cannot take Mahomes.
7: Yeah. Um. You know, I wouldn't. I wouldn't take Josh Allen. I don't like his risk taking. I'm gonna take. I would take Joe Burrow. That's a good one. And the only thing that's like slightly nervous about it is his injuries, but. Mm-hmm. I, I still like him. I get it that he's had Jamar Chase and T Higgins his whole career in the NFL. But so I, what? You're, you, hey right. man, you I've had Josh you're...
6: my whole career here. I'm better for it.
7: Right. So that's that's why you're better for it. So I well, I'd say Joe Burrow kind of a compliment. also think about his first year there. He had no offensive line and he still did some damage with no offensive line.
6: Yeah. And then they got him Orlando Brown. Yeah. And then it was got even worse. A lot of C J Strouds coming in on the text line. Like Brr. I
5: don't hate that either. I don't either.
6: Did you hear his comments yesterday? They asked him what the Bears should do with uh, Justin Fields. And he goes, I should keep them, but they're the Bears. Wow. <laughs> Dang. hasn't been are long enough to take
5: shots like that. It's great. I do love me some CJ strap, but he's had one year. I, see, I would fall I would fall in the trap of I can rein in those, those Josh Allen mistakes. And I'd yeah. probably die, you know, fighting that. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. Right. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. That when he runs the football though, I
6: still I, I'm enamored by it. Mm-hmm. Like you can't stop that, right? You can't. So, you know, Lamar's always going the mistakes. That guy that I go down, you know, with the ship yeah, with. Like yeah. I just absolutely love, 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 love watching him play. He's Burroughs, so much Mox, fun.
5: Burrow's got the moxie though. I like that. Yeah. To be perfectly honest, I haven't watched enough C.J. Stroud yet. Okay. I didn't That's watch New yeah, yeah, Texans. You, you, you didn't. No. I just didn't. Even though I told you to. I know. It was noon Texans. I wasn't paying attention to that. Game day certainly was not. When we were waiting for our prime, our 3.30 or our primetime Chiefs game, I was just not dialed into Texans. You weren't football.
6: dialed in. That's fine. I, I get not. it. So you I, will I, be this year, I, though. i have some catching up to do. Texans love the game of football. Down here, the game is big, and it's raw. Grab a chair, and sit a
1: while, and enjoy the game. Texas style. We are the Texans, the Houston Texans. Big Texas skies, big
5: Texas pride. Go Texans, go! And we'll fight, fight like Texans. Hail to the Toro, the red, white, and
1: blue. Everybody we are the Texans. The Houston Texans, big Texas skies, big Texas pride. Go Texans,
4: go! And we'll fight, fight like Texans. Nail to the churro, the red, white, and blue. The red, white.
6: I like the fact that nobody I, has said Dak
5: Prescott too this morning. I'm feeling bad because I envisioning. we have smart listeners. I'm envisioning myself in the home later in life. Can't remember my children's names like they'll mm-hmm. come in and I, yeah. sadly I won't Who are I you? won't remember and and then all of a sudden, what'd you do with my legs over there in the rocking chair and a hail to the Texans right. the Houston <laughs> Te-
6: and know every freaking word of that thing, yeah. Yeah. That's sad. Mm-hmm. That's sad.
5: All right. Uh, final power ranking quarterbacks today. Somebody one, wants to
6: know why we're playing a Texans theme song. This comes
5: from cutting. the UFL scout. This was a good one. The current UFL quarterback power ranking. How many of these Hells guys? yeah.
6: How many of these guys do have you heard of? Uh,
5: number one, AJ McCarron. Heard yeah, of him. Heard yep. of him. Yep. Number two, Jordan Tama- Ta'amu. I heard of him. Yeah. Played for the Chiefs. Right. For a hot second. I'm pretty much done after that. <sighs> Number three, Case Cookus. Excuse me? I mean. Case Cookus.
6: C-O-O-K-U-S. Cooking with Case Cookus has a ring to it. Hi, I'm I'm Case Cookus. Yes. When you're in a jam, I'll kick you in the tookus.
5: Yeah. Uh, Jamar Smith at number four. Who? Number five, Luis Perez. No idea who that is. Number six, Quentin Dormandy. Who? You're storming the beaches with Dormandy. (laughs)
6: Number seven, E. J. Perry. Wasn't he in like the band called like Pi or something? Wasn't there like a the band called like A? Well, he was in he was uh in uh Was he in the E.J. Perry band? Steve Perry. Oh, that's right. He's, that's Steve's kid. EJ,
5: E.J. Yeah. E. sang oh, background yeah. and no sherry. You're telling me you don't um, know
7: E.J. Perry from Brown University?
5: Come on. I don't. Was he a Bill? Did you look him up just I now? I did. Okay. Was he a bill?
6: Did he did he have a like a
5: short stint in the NFL? No. Uh, Brown University. He went to Brown University.
6: <laughs> I, I mean, let, let's talk, let's talk about Brown University for a second. Not exactly a football powerhouse. Mark Donovan's uh, alma mater, but not there a football powerhouse. Quarterback there, right? And uh, number eight, Reed Sinet. Reed Sinet. Is it Sinet? S i n e. Beats me. Honest to God, after AJ McCarron and Jordan Tia, uh, I don't know anybody else on that list. Right. Well, there's your current UFL
5: quarterback power rankings. That brings us to today's random power ranking. All right. Appropriately enough, based on the UFL, Uh, random power rank, your other sports you are going to try to watch with no football. Oh, boy. All random right. Power rank, your other sports you are going to try to watch with no uh, Football. Right. Uh, number four, uh, for me, March Madness. Oh, and right. I'll say yeah.
6: try. Try. Although it could be an exciting tournament. Everybody seems to get beat. Yeah, there's not a good team out there like, this year. This is like a be, runaway team, I should this say. This is going
5: to be wide open. The uh person at your front desk at your office has a shot to win this pool just as much so as anybody. So you're saying I year. have a shot?
6: Yeah. 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 I mean, me everybody too. thought UConn was good. They got housed last night by Creighton. Yeah.
5: Um, number three, hockey, but probably only the crack. That's fair. I probably won't get into like full scale hockey. Yeah. Uh, number two other sport. I'm going to try to watch Royals baseball. Yeah. I didn't do it last year. I, d- I dipped very early last year. Oh God, we all did. Yeah. And what did, what was Vern's thing? Uh, maintain through may maintain through. May. I'm going to try yeah. to do that too. I'm going to, I'm going to try. And then uh, number one for me, uh, Iowa women's basketball. There you go. Check them out Thursday, seven o'clock on Peacock. Way to go. Josh. There you go. I, I. I know when all those games are, so I definitely will be tuning into that.
6: All right. So for me, this is a perfect topic because yesterday I was listening on the Odyssey app and I heard two separate Odyssey sports minutes talking about NASCAR. I'm like, oh, we're at that time of year again where sports talk radio host is going to act like an expert on NASCAR and golf, right? Right. So I'm going to put down there whatever's on because that's what sports radio host is doing right now. And then they're going to watch one event, a one-off, and act like they're the experts on it, right? Correct, correct. Oh, I know everything about NASCAR. Sir, you've watched one race. Okay, so I'm going to go with whatever's on. Number three for me is NCAA March basketball. And I'm going to go a little bit further than you. Conference tournaments wow. and NCAA wow. tournament, well, you. you're right? In. Conference tournaments are fun. They are fun. They're fun. Conference tournaments have always been fun.
5: So I'll go with yeah, that. Yeah, especially if you go. I mean, working our shift, you're home a, a Tuesday afternoon at 11 a.m. and there's a game on. That's and are like, oh, yeah. this is the
6: opening round of the A10. Oh, I'm in. in like, I have no idea yeah, why, I <laughs> but I these teams are. But yeah, I'm in. True. I'm that's watching true. this that's thing. Uh, number two, Devils hockey for me. Okay. going to consume that. I uh, yeah. watched some of that last night against Washington. And the number one, I mean, you're going to laugh, but give me all of the spring training baseball. Oh, I don't care who's playing. Ouch. I don't care no. where they're playing. Mm-hmm. Just show me spring training baseball because it's sunny. It's warm. And it reminds me of all things good. And I feel like I'm getting a thousand hugs when I watch wow. spring training all right. baseball.
5: All right. You can weigh in as well. 913-586-7610 on the Jays Southland tow service. Text line. Uh, Potential free agents will rank them next.
6: Duran. Hall and Oates. Oh. Did you call the Hall and Oats hotline but recently? It's still there, I think. Oh, it's definitely still there, yeah. I mean, it's such outdated um, technology to call the Hall and Oates hotline, right? That's right.
5: 719 266
6: 2837. Write that down, JT, and call that number on the air anytime you want.
1: Welcome to Call and Oates, your emergency Hall and Oats helpline. To
3: hear one on one, please press one. To hear it go, please press two. To hear
6: Manita, please press three. Three. To hear privatize. Manita, Manita. Part time lover, baby. I mean, listen to that stereo too. I mean, so it's like... good. Hi fi, they call that.
7: Well, while we're on hold, Kevin in Kearney, Missouri is the one that asked for the song, and I think he would be happy with how we're handling the song right
6: yeah, now. Yeah, absolutely. Way to go, Kevin. So give out that number one last Uh, time.
5: The the Hall of Notes hotline, anytime. Mm -hmm. 719 266 2837.
6: It's unbelievable. (laughs) It's one of the most random things of all time, right? Hall of Notes hotline? Like, why not Michael Jackson? Why not Jimmy Buffett? Why not Grateful Dead? And who's still paying for that? Like, the. Well, yeah, where is that set up, right? Like, the the, The number? The the actual line that has the. It's gotta be either Hall or Oates. That's where they're fighting. Like Maybe. they want is the royalties it, from the phone number.
5: It's it's that's where it started. Yeah. That's why they're arguing. Oates is like, you never told me you start a phone line. And Hall's like, yeah. And Oates is like, nah. A piece of that. And he's like, come find me. Yeah. At 719. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at, uh, at 719-266-2837. Right. <clears throat> Some more of your uh Power rankings coming in of things you're going to watch now that football's over. Yeah. Uh, Someone uh, from the 785, I watched parts of four different college baseball games last night. I can't wait for spring training baseball. Ha ha.
6: I responded, you and me, man. You and me on that one. Uh, I caught myself watching some Raging Cajun baseball mm, thing the other day. Nice. Uh, Darts,
5: sporting, Royals, and Chiefs Super Bowl reruns. I like that. Yeah. Uh, Rodeo, fishing, Hockey and tournament basketball.
6: Okay, I can get on board. I, you know, I'm not going to lie. Like, I like those regional sports networks at times, and and every once in a while, I'll catch you know like major league fishing, and they'll be down at the Ozarks fishing and doing all. Like, I, I, I kind of like watching fishing. I don't mind that. Uh, number four, Olympics. That's right, the Olympics. The are Olympics this are year. this year. Yeah, did uh, you
5: see Peyton Manning's going to be in them? Three, uh, NWSL, nice. Uh, Two, spring training baseball, and number one, NBA,
6: because they gave away a league pass free for this year. Yeah, Detroit Derrick texted that, and I'm like, where did you get that NBA league pass for free? Do you have a VPN? I like that.
7: Oh, it was a huge mishap with the NBA All-Star voting, and if you would have voted for Jason Tatum, they were sending anyone who voted Jason Tatum a start an All-Star a free year of the NBA field or pass? Oh my god! And they like people. It was all over Twitter, and like it was up for about five hours, and people were just voting. Oh my god!
6: Yeah. Oh wow. That is that's unbelievable. Awesome. Are they honoring it? I think so. Oh. I saw it
7: was all over TikTok. I couldn't
6: believe wow. it. Wow. Oh my goodness. Uh, From the nine
5: zero one, not sure where that's at, but mm-hmm. they said Sporting's number one with no football. And my caveat is. I am I am I am genuinely curious curious to see. They were giving away that Apple MLS package all over the place right. last year. They had you two
6: million even, subscribers last you year. You
5: didn't even have to vote for Jason Tatum,
6: right? They, you, just, they,
5: you just got it uh-huh. at various means. The teams you got it with your season ticket package. Um, I had it with T Mobile. That's where I had mine. Yeah. Uh, I think there were various other. They were giving it away all over the place. I will be interested to see how many people re up. Because I know I got my do-you-want-to-resubscribe. Yeah, and I at said At the moment, no. No, yeah, no I
6: don't. I like sporting, yeah. but
5: not enough to pay a monthly subscription for it at this point in time. Right. So I'll be interested to see uh, MLS numbers this year, if they even reveal them. But I got to imagine they're going to be down, because they gave that thing away last year. Yeah. And then they had Messy Mania right in the midst of it. You could watch all the messy. Yeah, you watched you all the messy games. For yeah, free. Right. Um, this year, I'm curious to see where that goes. Yeah, I mean, and again, I, If it's was, free,
6: I'll take advantage of it, but I'm not paying for
5: that And one. again, that's... The, the thing that stunk about this Apple one was that obviously sporting cared. they wanted to get this on antenna TV mm-hmm. to make it accessible for everybody. And then the league took it and bought it and did the whole thing in-house and kind of left them.
6: But I think, Josh, that's the model that baseball is going to really look at. We talked about it last week. And I think, look, for a sport like baseball, I think that is the right model. If you can get everybody under one umbrella and get away with these – do away, I should say, with these local television rights. I saw a breakdown of each sports league and how much each sports league earns from different entities. And Major League Baseball far and away – earn more from local broadcasting rights than any other sports league out there, right? Like 37% of baseball revenue comes from local sports rights. And when you have one team getting $250 million a year in their rights and another getting $25 million a year, well, that's an unlevel playing field based on market size that you really can't control. And so you've got to find other ways to go about building your team. I think Major League Baseball in the next collective bargaining agreement, which we're seeing at the end of what did Vern say yesterday at the end of the 25 season or whatever Mm -hmm. it is. I think in this next collective bargaining agreement, you have got to find a way, if you're Major League Baseball, to do a TV deal like Apple has. Because I know Scott Boris, who's worse for baseball than steroids was, will will be against it because it will limit what the big market clubs can do But for the overall game of baseball, more people would be in the game if Major League Baseball did have a deal with Apple like MLS did where you brought all the rights in-house. And, yeah, if I have to pay $99 to get all of Major League Baseball for the year and it includes my team just like the MLS, I'm in on that. I don't have a problem with that. I'm already paying $149 to get MLB, and I don't even get the Royals with that. So I'm definitely in on something like that. And I think for Major League Baseball, this MLS model is the absolute way that you should go. If you have a buyer, and I think you probably would have a buyer with Apple or Amazon or somebody, and then if you offer this, if you're an
5: MLS fan, it's great. It's one stop shop. It's I get it. It's great. Right, right, I'm curious right. to see how what their numbers are going to be this year because I bet they're going to be way down. Right.
6: And baseball should Getting take it one it. step further and, baseball, and allow you to buy your team if you just want to buy right. your team. If you want right. to
5: buy your team, do it a la carte. Right. I think you could you could definitely make that work. Are people still watching Marble Racing from the 740? I don't think so. Is no. That one race. It was just
6: one time. That one. Yeah.
5: 785. I watched the national tag championships last oh, night. Oh, that
6: had to be fun. that fun. Be
5: cool. Really? I, I've seen that on the Ocho before. Oh, that's awesome. I like that. It looks that. pretty fun, but you watch for like a half hour and you're like, and you're like out of I've it. Kind of Kind of like marble racing. Yeah. Kinda we only like, needed one of those. Kind of like marble racing. All right. We'll get into some uh some free agency and some untouchables. Next.
1: To save my feelings, girl, don't cry and tell me nothing's wrong.
5: Reminds me of being alive in the '80s. <laughs> this pretty much, yeah, signified it. You requested music on way back Wednesday nine one three five eight six seven six ten. Include your name so that you may get the credit. If this is it by
7: Huey Lewis, Brett in Liberty with it. Uh, I've never heard the song, but there you go. Okay, there I was going to say gonna he's acting very confused. I was going to ask
5: if you. Yeah. <laughs> had ever heard of Huey Lewis. Nope. I was hoping Huey. I said Huey
7: Lewis right, so there you go. It's yeah.
5: well, not
6: yeah. that hard. It's Huey Lewis. Yeah. I mean it's not you well, know, I was well, like
7: I was like making sure it wasn't a Y why was silent. It's not silent. like Bob
6: Jorno or something. <laughs> Bob mm.
7: You never know. Sometimes you're like, oh it's Huey Lewis. Oh uh,
6: yeah, oh yeah, the, the silent H. Yeah, it's Huey Lewis. Yeah. yeah, Huey. Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Yeah. Remember Hugh Hefner?
5: I was cracked himself up. If he's the only one laughing,
6: wasn't there an actor Hugh Sprint. Jackman? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. yeah, Hugh Jackman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, he went to a
5: game with uh, with Taylor. Remember?
6: That's right. He did. Yeah. 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 Jet game. Yeah. Yeah. He got he got no love. No, game. he did not. Yeah.
5: Nobody saw him.
6: Wasn't there a face a football player you covered back in the day named Hugh McElhenney? I would, I would think, like a running back for the Bears. I'm, I'm serious about that one. U. Mchelhenny, look it up. Hmm. I would
5: guess, guess there was probably you Mchelhenny. You know that is he's a uh, power ranked UFL quarterback. <laughs> UFL quarterback. That's right. Yes. could be the case. Could be the uh, the case. Uh, so we're we're getting closer. We can make our wish lists. For agency is going to be upon us mm-hmm. soon. We're in the uh, the midst of uh, franchise tag season, and yeah. officially could be. Uh, it was underway yesterday. You could officially franchise tag your players yesterday. Nothing's happened just
6: yet. Are we monitoring that, though? Yes. Okay.
5: Yeah. Ears to
6: the ground. Sure, yeah. Uh, don't fall for the fake Rappaports and Schefters. Right. And like I said, to start for the, the next show, like two weeks. I don't think the Chiefs are going to franchise anybody till they meet with the agents of Sneed and Jones at the Combine next week. Boots on the ground in Indy. Mm. That's where stuff gets Brett get sing about that one time? Boots on the ground, boots on the ground. I believe so. Yeah. Crocs on the ground. Crocs, that's right.
5: So yes, next week gotta lay the groundwork for everything when they get to the combine, and that's you know it's the only time they can talk. That's mm-hmm. when they. That's right. When they're all at a steakhouse in Indianapolis.
6: I actually, I, I told you the story. I talked to somebody in sports. I'm like, why? Why do we always say once the season starts we can't talk? And they go, that's not true. <laughs> We talk to the agents all the they time. They make it
5: sound like it's that. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah.
6: They don't involve the player until they get to the end. And then when they get to the end, if they get a deal, then the player signs and everybody's happy.
5: Mm. So three potential free agent fits mm-hmm. for the uh, the Chiefs. I guess we'll rank them.
6: Yeah. I came up with three names that I know people are talking about, right? And you know how I feel about free agency. I like Mike Edwards and Drew Tranquil over the big-name guys. But I know fans love the big-name players, right? That's how it works in free agency. Well, Normally, they don't pan out, but whatever.
5: Well, And also, we don't know any of those other guys. True. Like, That's if he right. came out right. and said, you know who I covet this offseason? Mike Edwards. You go, what? Yeah, who? Yeah. And then you'd say, why do you know that? Right. And I would say, I don't know, and I shouldn't. Right. Exactly. Because I'm not a scout. Right. And I'm not somebody who's mining the tail end of rosters for someone just coming off a contract that you liked mm-hmm. that's gonna be available in free agency. The people that do it are fantastic at their jobs. And the Chiefs have done right? an amazing the job. The Chiefs at have that. done an awesome job. Drew Tranquil's left off a a Charger roster. You and I go, eh, maybe I
6: remember him. Yeah, I don't know.
5: Oh, that's interesting. He was their leading tackler. Huh, I wonder what's wrong. Right, right, exactly. And yeah. she's going. Oh, we're picking him up. Yeah,
6: well, he's what's wrong? Gonna, it's the Chargers. He's
5: going to play a vital role in our defense this year. Okay, yeah. great. So it, we're not... You know, if we knew those answers, yeah, we'd be in a different field. There wouldn't be a market for it on the radio either. Correct. we got to give you the names. we got to give you the
6: names of people, people like, you've so, heard of. So it's like, like I'm not talking out of both sides of my mouth, but I'm talking out, out of the side of my mouth. The sure. people where we know the people, right? Sure. And, and if you're looking at who you know and who you want to sign type of things, well, I, I always still think that the list is very limited and you have to make sure That if you're an organization and you're going to sign a big name free agent and spend big money, you better, number one, make sure that the guy wants to go out there and earn that money, because that's always been a concern for general managers. It's like we pay these guys, we got to make sure we're paying the right guys who are still going to go out there and work once they get paid. And then, two, you got to make sure they're not past their prime and wonder. If this guy is that good, why is his team letting him get away? Because I've always maintained that for the majority of guys who reach free agency, there's a reason why they've reached free agency. It's up to you to dig in and figure out why their current team doesn't want to bring them back. Because in the NFL, it's so competitive. You're generally not letting good, productive players walk away. Now, there's exceptions to every rule. It happens every year. Might right? be LeJarrius Sneed. Could yeah. be LeJarrius Sneed. Why are they going <laughs> to let him walk away? Well, it just didn't fit budget-wise. Other yeah. than that, you know, it's a, here we sit. Uh, but three potential free agents that I've okay. came up with that a lot of people are talking about. I'm just going to throw them out there in no particular order, and then you guys can rank them, right? T. Higgins, Mike Evans, and Saquon Barkley. Those are three guys that, if the Chiefs sign one of those three, for the most part, I would be pretty comfortable with that. Number one on my list would be Mike Evans. That guy's a proven veteran. He's got a couple of years left. I'd give him a short-term deal to come into Kansas City, give Patrick somebody that you can truly rely on at that wide receiver position that's a veteran. Number two on my list would be Saquon Barkley. Again, I'm not doing anything more than a two-year deal with Saquon Barkley, and it sure seems the Texans are interested because now he's following everybody on Instagram that works for the Texans, Josh. I don't Oh, saw that. I did
5: not see that. I figured he was going to be a cowboy.
6: Uh, could be, but, you know. That feels like someone Jerry would get. But the the Texans are the exciting team in Texas okay, right now, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. It's true. So, But I, I, I think for me, Saquon Barkley, I, I'm not a go out and spend money on running backs. That's why I say a two-year deal. But he gives you just a – I'm enamored with the dimension that he could provide out of the backfield. Like, I can envision Christian McCaffrey plays dancing in my head with Saquon Barkley. And then number three would be T. Higgins. Of that list, I mean, a couple of months ago, he's probably the most appealing – but now he's kind of the least appealing of those three. I think he's good. I think they're probably going to franchise him. I'm not spending two first-round draft picks on him. And I think T. Higgins is the type of guy that you can say, well, we didn't get him, but we can find somebody to like T. Higgins. I think Mike Evans is in a different category. And again, because I'm curious and I'm really enamored with what Saquon Barkley could do in this offense, that's why I have those two guys kind of ranked ahead right now of T. Higgins. I think I'm Mike Evans
5: number one because, yes, I think you can get a short-term deal done. You might have to overpay a little bit. Mm-hmm. to to make that happen. Do you want to come here and win? I think that one's number one. T is number two for me. Uh, might be one if if I believed he was going to truly be free. I just don't. I think they're going to keep... I think I think the Bengals are going to retain him. Right. And then uh, Saquon Barkley actually doesn't interest me at all.
6: Okay, that's fair. Yeah, I don't know. It just He just does. Uh, like, I, I he's such a dynamic player. Now I go in the went healthy category, which I hate. I think they get a running back that, again, I never heard he never of. You never heard of. Hey, yeah, right. right. The
5: Mike Edwards of available... Fine, tailback, and
6: that's where they'll go. But again, if we were having that conversation, people, go, I don't know who these people Correct. are. Correct, that's but you're saying, saying T. Higgins, Mike Evans, Saquon Barkley, everybody's think, got a take on that, right? I think that's a that's a
5: shiny name that I that I would say no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I need a compliment rather than a. One like a one-two punch. Yeah, I think Saquon probably still wants to play. I would think. Oh God, yeah, yeah, be feature featurey type. All right, but,
6: you know you got Pacheco. He's dealt with those injuries. You got to have a reliable backup, and they really didn't have that this so year. So ESPN did some proposed fake trades. Wait, for a Super Bowl team, we're stripping down the entire wide receiver room and the entire Friends. running back room. Yeah, it's
5: terrible, okay. isn't it? Yeah. yeah, terrible, in it? So ESPN did some uh, proposed fake
6: trades. Mm-hmm. Which I enjoy. I do. It I is like fun. That. I People don't get all worked up over this uh, a
5: little bit because I didn't want touch touching this guy. Like, come on. But it's a good conversation piece, right? So uh, Mike Tannenbaum mm-hmm. proposed a Chiefs get Jalen
6: Waddle right from the Dolphins. Okay, but have to give up Trent McDuffie. You're not doing that deal. Not doing that deal, right? I'm I not the, no. He, he is he is one of the few that this organization especially really especially if Speed right.
5: walks out the door. Yeah, right. It makes it even more coming upon keeping him. No, I think I think McDuffie's a future captain.
6: He's not already? I don't think so. But what I'm, I'm saying, saying, I, I know he's saying, not, but what I'm saying is he's not already. One of he, my one of my locker
5: room guys. Yeah, one of my one of my build around guys. Yeah. He's he's got the it factor. Yeah. He's he's calm, cool, collected, mature, plays his ass off. Mm-hmm. I think he's he's a build-around guy. Yeah, he's outstanding. He's on the untouchable list for me.
6: Yeah, and, and so I I, I kind of came up with, like, if you're if you're starting to think about trades, like your untouchable category, right? Who's untouchable? We always say that. Who's untouchable on this team? I think the Royals have a couple of untouchables. I think it's Bobby Witt Jr. right now. I think it's uh, Cole Reagans. I think it's Michael Garcia. I think those are three guys that are probably on the untouchable list for the Kansas City Royals, at least if you're asking me. For the Chiefs, I came up with three different categories of, of untouchable because... I've got the legacy category, Mahomes and Kelsey. Are, and I did not do anybody who's a pending free agent, just so you know. So when you say, where's Chris Jones on this list or where's Need, They're not okay. on the team right now. Okay. So I've got Mahomes and Kelsey in the legacy category. Like they're, they're over there to the left, right? You guys just go do your thing and we'll worry about everybody else. So th- they're clearly untouchable in a different way. And then I have the untouchable category. And I only have Trent McDuffie on that list right now as an untouchable for the Chiefs. And then I have a a third category that I call untouchable. But if you're going to overpay me for this player, then I would consider trading him. And that's Karloftis, Trey Smith, and Nick Bolton. Close to untouchable. You're going to have to really come after me with an offer that I can't refuse if you want me to trade a Karloftis, a Trey Smith, or a Nick Bolton. So legacy category, the truly untouchable category, and then the untouchable. But if you're willing to spend like a fool, then I'm willing to listen. Yeah, the the McDuffie one's interesting because I might have
5: said the same thing about Lejarius Sneed a year ago, and now I'm like, oh, he could go. And yeah, you're like, oh, I get it. He could go. Right, he could. Yeah. Um, now McDuffie's a first round pick. You're probably going to get five years out of him. Yeah. And then what? And then what? Yeah.
6: You only you got three to go. You I know. know I look, like maybe, I know they want to extend him but bad. I, but I.
5: But I. So I, yeah, I'm speaking out of both sides of my mouth on this one too because I. I do believe. He's he's a leader, so yeah. I would say probably closer to my untouchable category. I think I have Carl Loftus in there too. Yeah, at the moment, like I don't think I'm listening for that. Okay, um, that's
6: fair. That's uh, that I, is fair. I think
5: yeah. they really like Bolton. Yeah, but I am curious. At the end, it's a middle linebacker, right? Is that priority
6: these days.
5: Well, I think when you heard what Spag said to Cody Gold yesterday Spags, about the IQ if, guy. Yeah, if Spags is here, we'll hear from him in the next segment. Carrington's if,
6: here. Owen oh, thirteen, Carrington. You want to come in and talk about it? Owen oh, no, thirteen no. okay.
5: absolutely not. Yeah. He didn't.
6: Um uh,
5: Bolton, I think, yeah, as long as Spaggs is here, he's probably going to yeah. be fighting with, with that
6: one. You you don't look, that's your quarterback of your defense. You don't want to lose that guy. You just don't. Yeah. You just don't. Right? And then,
5: then, yeah, other than Mahomes and Kelsey, and I, you know, I have a soft spot for Jones. Like,
6: but Jones. he's not on the team right yeah, now. Yeah, like I said, but
5: he's he's a legacy guy. I don't think there's anybody outside of those three. I'm saying that I would consider legacy people. Legacy people. No, no, no. If Jones you know had I mean? another
6: year on his contract, he'd be in that like legacy. There's nobody, category. there's nobody
5: that's even close to that realm for me. But right. the the neck in the next wave, it's probably McDuffie and Karloftis and yeah, Trey. Yeah, and, and you ask about Creed. He can't snap. Better get those snaps up, man.
6: Like he stunk in the Super Bowl. Or is he gonna be a guard? I mean he, he cannot snap. Maybe he's a guard. Maybe draft another center. We went to overtime because Patrick Mahomes had to get rid of the ball fast and threw to a covered but he, but he can block and tooney has got what you're left. Yeah, but I need a center to snap. I'm
5: saying I get a center. Yeah, oh, you go out and get a center. Yeah. What if what if what if he moves to guard sometime? Fine, I'm good with yeah, that. I, he love, I don't to snap know. the football. He
6: was brutal. Brutal at snapping the football. I might find an alternate way to use him. Like we want to sit here and blame the wide receivers right. and all this kind of yeah. stuff. Mr. Snaps on the ground. Come on. Yeah. And someone points out his Rashi Rice on that list at this point.
5: Mm. Uh, it's early. It's early. But yeah, at this point, like no, I'm I'm letting it play out. So I mm-hmm. guess in that term, it is untouchable because I got I got a number of years
6: left with him. So but if somebody be... calls and gives you a, a first round pick right now for Rashi Rice in the middle of the first round, and you have your thir- you got two first yeah. round picks, I'm, yeah, I'm making it. that yeah. he could be in that category of untouchable. But, but I'll if listen. Pay. I'll listen. But I'll listen okay. to the price. Okay. okay. But I think I think McDuffie guys. I'll just put it this way. If you're looking to invest in a different jersey other than Mahomes and, and Kelsey, Trent McDuffie, to me, is a smart buy. That is a smart buy because I believe this organization truly believes he is the future, he's a future leader, and they want him here forever and a day. There's another potential
5: fake trade that I think you'll like, although it would be costly, and, yeah, hear what Spags had to say about one Nick Bolton. We'll get to that next. Arrows
1: of me my keys out on Main Street. Chicago, New York, Detroit, and it's
7: own the same street Your typical city involved in a typical day dream.
4: Hang it up and see what tomorrow brings
5: Dallas got a soft machine in Houston. Too close to New Orleans, New York. I know uh me. grateful dead fans Just like uh Matt Cotrero would would be disgusted by this. Yeah, right. Oh, my favorite song. I mean, yeah, I don't like. I the, love
6: Touch of Grey. I don't.
5: You know, I don't. Lo- I don't know the. Uh, I like the hits. <laughs> of course, of the Grateful Dead. That's all I. I don't. Yeah. I wouldn't go to. I'd be like, if you don't play this, and yeah, Touch of Grey is great. Touch of Grey is a great if you song. You don't. If you don't play those. I am probably out. Uh, you picked the music on a way back Wednesday nine one three five eight six seven six ten. Include your name so you may get the credit.
7: Yeah, Nate Dog in Chicago, trucking Grateful Dead.
6: There you go, Nate Dog. I thought that came from a Matt and Surprise, mm, but whatever. I don't know. From the 913
5: as well, twin-size mattress, a slight wear under the Grandview Triangle heading towards Kansas. Oh, wow. Okay. So right, get it while it lasts yeah. on the roadways today. Right. Along with Bob Fesco, I'm Josh Klingler, JT Noah, producing today. Uh, someone was debating you on the text line about the Creed Humphrey snaps and saying it was one game, no big deal. I I don't have time, but I could go back and probably pull all the Mitch highlights where he says Snap is low. There's a
6: lot of them. Snap's yeah. low. Creed was not good this year. The good year.
5: news is you got a shortstop playing quarterback. He's right. a freaky athlete, and he bails you out of a lot of stuff. Yep. But
6: it's just like one little fine thing it's like just snap the ball to the quarterback man just get the ball off the ground right like i we, carrington was just in here he's doing a filling in on one of the national shows today we wanted to talk Owen 13 with the missouri tigers which he, he did not want to talk about again today, yeah. um and and he goes yeah that dude's been like snapping low all season long and he goes if you read the lips of rashi rice on that final play of regulation where they ended up having to kick the the field goal mahomes is telling rashi rice i had to get rid of it quick i had to get rid of it quick if it's a good snap to Patrick Mahomes, he hits, he hits Rashi Rice right down the seam. It's a touchdown. We don't go to overtime yeah, yeah. and we win the Super Bowl in regulation. Creed Humphrey was a major major concern this year from snapping the football. I don't think he was very good this year. I think he took a major step backwards. Yeah.
5: No, blocking's just fine, but like the snaps got to get You got to get, get the snaps. They got better if you're going to be in, uh, you know, running quick, you know. Right. Trying to play quick. It's like a pitcher who goes, "Well, I him. can't throw strikes, but boy, him. I can field grounders from the 816, I wonder what his low snap rate is. That's got to be a stat, right? Probably is. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. It probably is. Yeah. Is there a PFF low snap rate? But no, but I think been... you're
6: right. Mitch has said that a lot. Yeah, now that you say that, no, yeah.
5: I, I we've and we've talked about it, you know, off the air mm-hmm. on the broadcast. Like, man, like, like these one hoppers got to stop. Like, yeah. You're, you, luckily, this quarterback just makes it look so easy. Right. When he's scooping it up, but no, I think I think. Got to do a better job. Somebody says
6: right now, but Creed had the second best plot pass block win rate of all interior linemen. First of all, I don't care. Second of all, if well, you no, can't snap the ball. Then play guard. Then play guard. <laughs> that's all. Right. As, as much as we complained about the wide receivers this year and then dropping passes, Creed Humphrey got a free pass. He needs to get better. Like he should hire a snapping coach this offseason. I'm being serious about that. You get getting the snaps this, get, up. Get the snap book. Yeah
5: can you take it higher oh god
6: that's really good can you snap it higher good idea
5: but what's to say they don't see that too joe tooney's got one year remaining i right. believe yeah right i think so and yeah. i'm not running him out the door but it's probably it mm-hmm. maybe you move him to guard you bring in another center
6: yeah a lot of people are saying, bring in Jason Kelsey to snap and move him over. But we don't have an opening at guard right now. But the peck injury, who the hell knows? Yeah, I don't
5: know. I don't know how long that, I, I mean, offensive linemen are freaks. So I tend to think it's not going to be a, yeah. a baseball player. would be like a year and a half. Oh,
6: baseball player we never hear from again. Offensive
5: yeah. linemen. Um, I think offensive linemen would be. Hang uh, on a second, be though. Be backed by OTAs.
6: Hang on a second. Do baseball players have pecs?
5: Yeah, if they're doing it right. All right. From the nine one three, we could treat your low snap rate with a test dose in the office. (laughs) If it doesn't work, it's free. Well done. Go see Heartland Men's Health. I love that. Heartland Men's Health will love to hear that. If you had a low low
6: snap. If you have a low snap, go see Heartland Men's Health. They can help you get it up. I would agree. I would agree. (laughs) He does. Creed needs to get it up. What's wrong with saying that? Yep. Yep, yep. Like there, yep. people are offended that we're having this conversation on Creed Humphrey. He was not good this year. Yeah. Plus we saw
5: uh Creed play a little guard. He was good. Actually we that, got a, we got a game, on the text line. That game where they, they they did the rotation, was it the last game of the year mm-hmm. where they uh they played everybody like 75% just to get through the game of offensive linemen? Yeah. Creed played a little guard. He was fine.
6: Right here, striking people. Move Creed to guard. Move Tooney to left tackle. Bring in Jason Kel- Kelsey for center. Elite. Yeah. I'm good with yeah. that. Because Tooney, Tooney can play a little left tackle. Yeah. We've seen him do that. Yeah. Or Nick Allegretti can snap. Creed's been a top two center and had one bad game and we don't want him.
5: He it had wasn't a one, horrible it wasn't, year. It wasn't
6: one bad game. He's He snaps and not we were all so consumed with wide receivers and Kadarius Tony that we didn't get time to talk and about again, the low snaps. Your quarterback was a shortstop, and he shows it. And that's the thing. How many mistakes does <laughs> Patrick Mahomes cover up for, Josh? Yeah, and no, I'm no. not just talking about other guys on the team. I bet he's covered up for Biennemi. He's covered up for Nagy. He's covered up for Andy. He's covered up for Travis. He's covered up for anybody that's been on this team. Yep. Like Patrick Mahomes is the ultimate eraser. They should call him the eraser. He erases all mistakes. Got enough.
5: Got enough nickname. Uh We were discussing a little uh, Nick Bolt in the in the last segment and, mm-hmm. and whether or not he was in maybe our untouchable category or not yeah and you said well he's definitely in spags untouchable category no doubt uh steve spagnolo chiefs defensive coordinator was on with cody and gold yesterday here on 610 sports radio you can check out the full interview 610sports.com or the odyssey app but it was part of an answer as to why this defense uh, didn't take time to develop like some i guess uh, spagnolo defenses typically do it's usually like a slow start and then they get it and it this one was
8: like out of the shoot. So we all look back at it. I think the what we went through two years ago, the twenty twenty two season, you know, with how young we were and we kind of built and got better and better. And then it, you know, it culminated in a in a Super Bowl win. I think that gives everybody a lot of confidence. So I think when the guys came back, um, they had a lot of confidence in what we were doing. But you add that to the fact that we brought in what I thought were three key Free agents: Mike Edwards, Drew triangle and Charles Menahue, And even though we didn't have Charles for a stretch there when he was suspended, I thought adding those guys in there uh, gave us a huge jump. And I think, you know, we just kind of picked up where we left off uh, the prior year. And you know, Justin Reed was now his second year in the system. Because remember, when he came two years ago, it was all new to him. Uh, and any, there's always a transition and a learning curve when guys come to new systems. It doesn't matter what the system is. But I just think we were all together. You know, I, I keep going back to this, guys. You've probably heard me say it before. But when the guy in the middle, and I'm talking about Nick Bolton, when he's as high an IQ player as he is, I think it makes all the other 10 guys around him that much better. I think that had a lot to do with it. Why is this defense so good? Nick, Nick I mean, Bolton. Nick Bolton.
6: I mean, right then and there, like, no more Year conversations, two in defenses, right? And
5: then I got the smartest guy in the field yeah. uh, running the middle of my defense. He's got a very, very high praise for Nick Bolton. Always I, has.
6: I, I mean, and look, we know how great Spags is as a defensive coordinator, right? And he's had some players over the years, Josh. I mean, when you're around the league as long as he had. Are we thinking Nick Bolton may be his most valuable player to his defense of what he's trying to get accomplished that he's ever had? I mean, I, I can't think of every middle linebacker that Steve Spagnolo has had over the years. But just listening to the way that he talked about Nick Bolton there and the way that he praised him there, you start to think to yourself, maybe this guy is the most valuable. And and obviously, you know, when you say valuable, you think of Patrick Mahomes and whatnot. But for a coach, like if you were to ask a coach who's the most valuable person on your defense, I think Steve Spagnuolo would probably say Nick Bolton. It sure sounds like it. Now, the hard part of that is...
5: I mean, we saw saw Drew Tranquil fill in great. Yeah, did a great job. (laughs) You know what I mean? I I, I don't want that to downplay Bolton's ability. Right. But Drew Tranquil just came in there and they didn't miss a beat, you Mm -hmm. know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Which I'm not sure is a great thing for Nick Bolton sometimes. I don't know. I don't know. I'll be curious when that one comes up, too. Because I just think middle linebacker is an interesting spot when you're talking about paying people.
6: Mm -hmm. But we've been so fortunate. I mean, we went for 15 years with Derek Johnson there.
5: I know. You know? I think we do appreciate it here, but, you know, defensive linemen and defensive backs. Defensive linemen and defensive backs. Yeah. Linebacker feels like kind of the forgotten Mm -hmm. story these days, and I wonder where that will fall in the pecking order. Has it it been that way
6: in the NFL, though? I think so. I think think right. Yeah, I think it is. I think the linebacker is kind of going the way of the running back almost. A little bit. Harder to get paid. Yeah. Harder to get respect. Less shelf life, too. You're in the middle. You're banging your head
5: all the time. Yeah. So... Uh, we were discussing as well kind of uh, uh, fake trades or <laughs> mythical trades or, or whatever.
6: What about a Brandon Ayuk? Well, he's available. He's available right now. San Francisco, the rumor is that they're going to trade Brandon Ayuk. He's got one year left on his contract. I'm not offering anything close to what the Chiefs got for Tyreek Hill, obviously.
5: His, uh, his but I girl- call. His girlfriend shared on social media. <laughs> that they may have spent their last moment at Levi's Stadium because, quote, we might be out of here next season. Yeah. <laughs> Sparking some hmms. And then... Uh, what do you have, 1,100 yards this year S- receiving? Sauce Gardner's trying to recruit him, too. Well, why would you even
6: listen to anybody from the Jets? All right, because they're going to go get Devontae Adams. I, If I'm Devontae Adams, I'm saying no. I no, want to play for Antonio Pierce.
5: Don't you think... It, I mean, come on. It's the Jets. It's irri- I think they're getting Devontae Adams. The and then Devonte Adams goes down with a blown knee on the oh, first play well, of the not, game? Let's not do
6: that. No, I, if I'm Devonte Adams, I'm vetoing. It. If, if I'm an NFL player, I have a no trade clause
5: to the Jets. So Sauce Gardner says IUC is the one wide receiver I see who gets open the majority of the game but doesn't get thrown the ball. And he can win in contested situations. So even if he's not wide open, he should get the opportunity to make a play on the ball instead of throwing it away. That from Sauce.
6: Mm. High praise. We'd use one of those guys here. Yeah, I'd take Brandon Ayuk. But again, I'm not giving up a King's ransom for him, but I would absolutely call and say, What's it gonna take to get us into a Brandon Ayuk today, right? Hey, what can we do for you? We get you Brandon Ayuk. Yeah. yeah, I'll give you a third round pick. I'd trade my third round pick for Brandon Ayuk right now. Yeah, yeah. You guys need picks out there. You screwed up that quarterback a few years ago. So I would I would absolutely call and see what 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 could you know be done. And that way, you don't have to go out and overspend in free agency for a, a wide receiver that everybody knows. You go out and make a trade. That's great. And then you sign them to an extension for a couple of years. I'm all in on this. Thanks, one. San Francisco's dealing with us again. I mean, why not? What did what did we do to them? They gave us Steve Deberg.
5: Well, I'm saying in recent injury, we beat him twice in a Super Bowl, and we gave him D Ford. <laughs> I'm good with that. Well, I am too. I just would probably wouldn't pick up the phone if I were them. <laughs> At least you could have said no. you're from the Giants. You don't even want to listen. No, I do not. Nope. No. Are shirt? Sure? No. Nope.
6: Maybe we could we can swindle them and think it's St. Louis That'd calling. That'd be good. That'd be good. Team in Missouri. Mm-hmm. Travis thought it was the Rams when Andy called. Sure. So, you know.
5: Well, I mean, and we've seen they don't know overtime rules. Man, they may never know. They don't know area codes.
6: Hi, this is the head coach of the Rams calling. We'd like to give you our first-round pick for Brandon
5: Ayuk. Are you interested? We're the professional team in Missouri. Uh, super vague. Yeah. Of the... Uh, Hello, this is Linay. The professional football champions. Yeah. Yeah,
6: the professional football champions, yes. The uh, national football champions, Jeff.
5: So Missouri almost screwed it up last night. They really did. They had a lead at halftime. They tried to win. They led with 10 minutes to play. The 0 and 12 and the SEC Missouri Tigers gave number five Tennessee a battle before finally losing, but covering the spread. <laughs> what were they thinking? Trying to win this game. Mm-hmm. They were up midway through the second half. It's not how you go 0 and 18. I don't know what Missouri's trying to do, Josh. What's one and twelve do for you? Go Nothing. 0 and 18 at this point in time. Dennis Gates, Missouri basketball coach. After the game, admits his team's been terrible. The big picture of it all was our inability. We got to do a better
4: job. We got to do a better job drawing fouls. I think we suck at it. We're fing terrible. We're terrible mm. at drawing fouls, and we got to do a better job. Going off of that, do you
9: think that opened up the floor more for Dolan Connect? Can y'all
4: write all that in there right?
6: Y'all can write who that in there. Who cares who it opens sure the floor for? Does that open the floor more? Who cares? They're 0-13. We have
5: to bleep that out, though, Dennis, in order for us to fulfill our obligations with the Federal Communications Commission.
6: Why do we still follow those rules? Everybody else gets to curse Because of the children. Oh. Yeah, police your car.
5: The the free radio cares for the children. I got it. That's what it is. All right. I'm just wondering because nobody follows those rules anymore. You and I kind of dance on that issue a little bit. But I would say all told... Free radio cares about the children.
6: People think for These me. These are the public's airwaves. Like, I was talking to my friend Paul the other day. Like, if I could say one curse word on the air, it wouldn't be the F word at all. It would be i A- H- oh. A-H. I'd love to just, you know, that guy, you know.
5: But we can get close enough to that one.
6: I don't mind. Yeah. you yeah. got to skirt yeah. the line of that. Yeah. So Missouri now is 0-13. And they're in the same category. We're terrible. We're terrible. They're in the same category as DePaul, who's 0-14 in the Big East. They're once proud program. Cal Poly is 0-4 in the Flivan League. Mississippi Valley State is 0-13. And Pacific is 0-13. So Missouri is one of five Division One programs that hasn't had a conference win and the only Power Five school without a conference win.
5: Congratulations. Made their hall of shame. Yeah. Keep doing it. Do not win. Don't lead with 10 minutes to go. Don't lead at halftime. That's just dumb. The
4: big picture of it all
5: was our inability. We got to do a better job. We got to do a
4: better job drawing fouls. I think we suck at it. We're f-ing terrible. We're terrible at drawing fouls and we got to do a better job. Going off of that, do you
9: think that opened up the floor more for Dolan Connect? Can y'all
5: write all that in there, right?
4: Y'all can write that in there, right? Make sure you don't bleep that out.
5: I don't want to bury the lead here. Don't be asking me a follow-up question. There are no follow-ups. You guys got that F-bomb in there, right? Like, even want Dennis gets like,
6: I don't have time for you to ask me some question about something that nobody no, cares about. No, I want to make about. sure you know that I
5: curse and I want it in there. <laughs> Here's the
6: thing. Do you think we're it opens up the floor more for Dalton Kincaid? No, no. You just no, hang hear on a second, second here. We're I just dropped te- an F-bomb. We're
5: bleeping terrible. <laughs>
7: Also, Don Kincaid had a great game for Tennessee, so, yeah. Who? Don Kincaid, the guy that they were like, oh, did it open the floor? Yeah, it did open the floor. Okay, shut up, please. Wow, you were you were actually watching You Mizzou were watching that last game night, huh? last night? I'm a true fan, yes. Mm.
6: No, they, you're not a true fan sitting through 0-13. You're no, a, no, a, I, mean, I had it on while I was
5: watching you're, NCIS. I'm you're gonna lie. a tormented fan. Yeah. Tormented yeah. fan, for sure. Was the page hopping last night? A lot of people down there? The definition of cheap. We'll get to it next.
6: Looks bad out there if you're in Johnson County. Eastbound K-10 closed at K-7, man. All eastbound traffic look like it's forced onto southbound K-7. There's a fire truck out. It looks like a nasty wreck of the picture I'm looking at right well, now. It's
5: not a fast commute. Nope. All right. So those of you on your way to, to, to KC, good morning. Hang out with us for a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You pick the music on a way back Wednesday as well. Nine one three five eight six seven six ten. Include your name so that you get the credit.
7: Yeah, uh, from Ozzy Everlong
5: from the Foo Fighters. Have you heard of the Foo Fighters? No. Oh my gosh! How again? Were you twenty six? Twenty four?
6: He's born in. I'm twenty three. Twenty three. My guy keep getting younger. Yeah, but when I was twenty three, I knew who the Beatles were man. Like, you, 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 how I do you know the Beatles
7: kn- are? I knew who the Beatles are.
6: You <laughs> was quick to that one.
7: I know who Kiss is because of my dad. Um, journey was your dad, Gene Simmons. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> he just had like, he was like a huge Kiss guy. It felt like.
5: I have nothing. I have no follow ups. <laughs> I have no follow ups. <laughs> there will be no follow ups. Touring or That's not all. touring? I'm looking right now. Foo Fighters for sure touring.
7: Yeah. Yes. So wait, they still tour?
6: <laughs> yes. Oh. Have you never heard of Dave Grohl? No. Nirvana. I've heard of Nirvana. Okay. Yeah. Name somebody from Nirvana. Been off of Nirvana. I can't name anybody off of Nirvana. Yeah. Yeah. The Nevermind album is yeah. yeah. And touring, very much touring. You never heard of Eddie Vedder, lead singer for for Nirvana? <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. You've been to the Pop Culture Museum in Seattle, right? I have not. Oh, you have been been. outside of it, and never we never didn't go in. We we didn't go in. Their hip hop exhibit is phenomenal, Mm -hmm. and then they have a you know Nirvana exhibit and grunge exhibit that's just outstanding. Mm -hmm. Bro, on the Creed Humphrey thing on the text line, let it go, man. Let it go. It's okay. He can snap better. Go do
5: do better. That's all, right? Yeah. Everybody's got something.
6: Everybody's got something. Do better snapping. I don't see how you can say anything. He had one bad... Mi- no, he had a really bad year. And as somebody pointed I'm out, saying, he was low
5: in the Super Bowl against the Eagles, too. I, 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 I've I, never thought he's the greatest snapper in the world. No. Nice blocker. Got a snap. Yeah, that's
6: all. Get in your snap book. Mm-hmm. Take snapping lessons there a guy out there that can help him? I'm sure. Call oh, Jason. I'm sure. I'm surprised that person hasn't checked in on the text line. <laughs> well, in my high school days, I can really snap. I could give him lessons. I know it's
5: not helping him. One guy on the text line. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely not helping him. Just leave it alone, man. No. Oh, the only way you get better is to recognize your mistakes. I just think there's a shortstop playing quarterback that's really good at scooping low, low snaps. I told you, he's the eraser,
6: man. He makes everybody's awesome. mistakes go away.
5: He's great. Uh, speaking of a short, no, this isn't shortstop. It's baseball, though. It is baseball. So this, you would call this the definition
6: of cheap? I think so, right? Don't you think so? Like Artie Moreno, definition of cheap. That's a cheap owner, a guy who draws for the most part from like 0-3 to the pandemic, over three million fans per year. Now they're averaging about two and a half million fans per year. It's down a little bit, but we'd we'd what did what did the Royals get? Like 2 million would be like, oh my gosh, this is the greatest thing ever. Oh, God. Yeah. Like in 14, 15, yeah. they got 2 million. People were yeah. celebrating, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. That's the their- Angels are just on the reg getting 3 million. Yeah. Man. No, no, no and problem. And again, big, right?
5: big, big, big base of people draw from and all that, whatever. But it feels like that they do the least with some of the most.
6: Yeah. And, and since 02, they haven't done anything. They, they didn't win a playoff game with Mike Trout and Shohei Otani and whatnot. And so Trout was sitting around. It's talking- like the Texas football of baseball. Yeah, I think that's fair. Right? I just no. seen I
5: was just seeing if Gene was still listening.
6: I don't think he. he, he I think he's probably he's having probably coffee and a hash brown
5: right about okay. now. I was, I was just checking. Yeah, no. They I, do the least with the most.
6: Yeah, I, th- I think you're right about that. I now think there's, that's a really good comparison. Maybe
5: they're maybe they're maybe they're getting through there now. But right, um, you know, and for maybe. a long, long time, it's like man, they have every resource. They have all the money. Right. They have all the everything, and they're kind of. Eh. I've been told by
6: enough people in
5: baseball like they had the greatest player in baseball for a decade now, and did nothing, and then they had the probably second. You know when the when the uh, first best wasn't the first best. Well, they had the first best. Yeah, and then uh, probably the top two players in baseball. And then and they remember done they had nothing. Albert
6: Pujols for and all those Albert years Pujols. too, right? So on a, I mean, on a forty-year deal. Joe Adele played out there. Like they they've had players over the years and have done nothing with that. And that goes back to the the conversation that I've had with people for years in baseball who have said, hey. This guy cares more about, you know, going 500 and making money than he does about winning and p- potentially losing some money. And I understand it's a business. I, I I get all that, right? At the end of the day, it is a business. But I think if you're going to be a sports owner, you got to at least try a little bit. And here's Mike Trout talking about his ownership and, and everything yesterday.
9: This offseason, I was in contact with both of them, just uh, pushing, pushing, pushing. Um, you know, there's like I said, there's still, there's still some guys out there that can make this team a lot better. But... Uh, you know, just with the guys we got in here now, it's the first day of spring, um, you know, but the additions, what Perry's brought to this bullpen. I, I've always said that playing good defense and, uh, you know, pitching and having a good bullpen and, um, you know, wins. You, you look at that uh, in, the, in the past. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep pushing as long as I can till the get to the season starts or till them guys sign. Um, <laughs> you know, it, 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 it's just in my nature. You know, I'm doing a, everything I can possible. Um, You know, it's obviously Artie's decision. Um, I just, I'm going to put my two cents in there. I think the biggest thing right now is I think the easy way out is just ask for a trade. Um, You know, there might be a time, maybe, uh, I really haven't thought about this, but uh, you know, when I signed that contract, I'm loyal, you know, I want to win the championship here. And um, yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's mainly, I think the, the, the overall picture of winning a championship or getting to the playoffs here is bigger satisfaction, bailing out and just taking the easy way out. So I think that's that's my, been my mindset. You know, maybe down the road if something's changed, but that's been my mindset ever since the trade speculations, you know, came up. So,
6: so that's Mike Trout talking to the reporters I, the other day. What more would you want out of your superstar? Right. Person? Right. I'm pushing these guys to sign better players to make us a better team. And, 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 and right there, you just call that your GM and your owner. Yeah. They're not willing to do it, but I'm going to continue to push. it. Set. I'm going to stay loyal. That would be the easy way
5: out. Heck, some might even tell me it's the right way out right now. Yeah. Get the hell out of Anaheim. And he's like, no, I'm pushing them to do more. Right. What more would you want out of your
6: star? Right. I would love like it, like Bobby Witt gets on the podium at spring training and says, Hey man, I'm glad I signed, but John Sherman's got to do more. We need Blake Snell. That's exactly what you'd want. That's what you want, and that's what I want Bobby Witt to do. I want him to continue to push J.J. and to continue to push ownership because as great as it was to sign Bobby Witt Jr., what's next? That that needs to be the biggest question, right? You don't want to go through an era like the Angels went through and have Mike Trout, Shohei Otani, and Albert Pujols on your team and have three playoff games to show for it that nobody remembers because they took place over a weekend and the Royals waxed you and eliminated you. That is their only postseason appearance. Yeah.
5: Since they've had Mike Trout. Right. And Shohei Otani. Right. And Albert Pujols.
6: But they're still drawing you know, two and a half, three million fans a year. As long as that continues, the owner really doesn't care. He tried to sell the team, so you know he's not truly invested in it. I remember when people said that about Carl Peterson and Lamar Hunt back in the day. They just want to go 500 and fill the stadium. I'm like, no, nobody wants to do that. You, you, You don't, especially in the NFL. But this is one of these owners that does want to do that. He's pinching pennies in Los Angeles, Josh where he's paying big money for a couple of players, now only one, and not filling in the void around them. And, and and that right there in Anaheim is the cautionary tale that I have for the Royals and Bobby Witt Jr. Great. You've got your big-name player signed up. The Angels did that. Now what? Are you going to surround that big-name player? Because if you're not going to surround that big-name player with with weapons and pitching and hitting and all of that kind of stuff – then there's no point in having that big name player on your roster. There just isn't.
5: And then you're lucky. You should turn around and be like, "Man, we're looking at Mike Trout. He should be stomping his way out of here." Yeah, and my, he's I, demanding. He's pushing us to
6: to do more. Yeah, we're just not doing. And it. we're just not going to do it. We're going to go have yeah. a you know cup of coffee and you know watch the sunset over the ocean. Keep on losing. Wow, isn't that unbelievable? Like, it, do you know any Angel fans? That, like, I know they draw three million a year. It's not like it's the Dodgers and there's passionate fans or you know the Cubs and things like that. But if you're an Angels fan and and your superstar is saying this, you're like, man, he just called out ownership. Thank God. And maybe ownership will wake up for this because it's become a national story now. Mike Trout, by those, those calm, reserved, like, I want to win comments, that was a direct call out to ownership in Anaheim. And you got to wonder if that Artie Moreno guy is going to wake up and go out there and do something to make that team better. Because... It's like when Mike Sweeney was here, five for 55, right? Oh my God, Mike Sweeney signed. Great. We love Mike Sweeney. And they never surrounded him with anybody and never gave him an opportunity to win. And people always remember Mike Sweeney as being the captain of a team that lost 100 games every year. And -hmm. that's not fair because Mike Sweeney was a great baseball player and an even better human being. Mike Trout, great baseball player, even better human being from what I hear from people, right? And you're not going to surround him with anybody. Right there, that's the lesson. Like JJ needs to write this day down in his book. This is why you don't sign a superstar unless you're prepared to spend more on ancillary players around that superstar. Because one just,
5: player just doesn't make a difference. I know, but it's, it's more unforgivable. And there, we have
6: all the resources. Like, and they that—that's the other thing. They got all the resources out there. You get three million fans a year. You got a great TV deal. You're in Los Angeles, California. All that money you took in from having Shohei Otani with the advertising that you sold in Japan alone, and nothing, you've done nothing.
5: And nothing to show for it.
6: You pocketed all that money. That's a cheapskate owner. No
5: hardware. Uh, one national host thinks that Kansas City would be the perfect destination for one Mike Evans. Can't say I disagree. Craig Carton on FS1 points out, Chiefs don't score a lot of long touchdowns these days still works, but Mike Evans might make it a whole lot easier.
1: They're more of a plotting offense that has to move the chains and move the chains and move the chains and have long extended drives to score touchdowns, right? And look at the numbers right there. From 18 to 21, 41 of his touchdown passes, the ball was thrown well down the field, more than 20 yards in the last two years. and I want to be clear. Those are both Super Bowl winning years. Yep. So we know they can win that way. Only two touchdown passes over the course of 34 games did he throw the ball more than 20 yards down the field. So I look at and I say, all right, if I add a Mike Evans to that Chiefs offense, that number multiplies exponentially. And now defensively, when I try to plan to stop the Kansas City offense, now what do I do? Mike Evans to Kansas City makes the most sense, and I'm saying that as a Jet fan, but if I'm Mike Evans, I want to go play with that guy. And if I'm that guy, and I know I want an upgrade at wide receiver, I want Mike Evans.
6: What a great stat that he had there. Like two touchdowns of 20 or more yards in the last two seasons, and like, what, 71 in the previous five or something like that? Like a crazy number. And obviously, when you lose a a burner like Tyreek Hill, uh, things like that are going to happen. The proof is that you, you you don't need a burner to win a Super Bowl because the Chiefs have now won back-to-back they're Super Bowls. They're just defying Bowls, right? things. They're defying yeah, it, right? Yeah. You, you do not need the long TD pass. Heck, it could be a
5: minus whatever turnover ratio and win Super Bowls, too. They're, they're doing weird things. Right.
6: <laughs> but at the end of the day, what he's he's saying is that, yeah, they didn't need it to win a Super Bowl, but it, but makes, it makes life a lot easier. easier. Heck, yeah. Yeah, yeah. makes life a long lot easier, right? Right? Yeah. I, mean, I mean, like, do you need a card? No. No. But does it make life easier? Yeah, it makes life a hell of a lot easier, especially in a car-dependent city like Kansas City, right? Makes life a lot easier if you have a car. But if you live in a place like Chicago or New York, maybe you don't. You take the train, but sometimes having a car would make life easier. You can still get what you need to get accomplished without the car, but having a car makes life a lot easier. Can Patrick Mahomes win Super Bowls? Yeah. Can he win it with a burner? Yeah. Can he win it without a burner? Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't it easier though to win it with the burner? Yeah. So go out there and get a guy that makes it a little bit easier for your quarterback, because I think this is the off season, Josh. Whereas we've seen Patrick Mahomes covering up mistakes from just about everybody on the offensive side of the football, this is the off season where you go out and you reward your quarterback and go, "We're gonna make it a little easier for you this year, okay? We're gonna get some help for you. We did it the hard way, but let's try. We're done. We're gonna give. We're gonna make it a little bit easier. Let's
5: try to lessen the lessen the load a little bit would be would be great. Uh, college football settles on its uh, playoff format, I'll say for now. I think it's an ever-evolving beast, and that's fine. I think, um, hey, the, they, they have moved much faster than we used to give them credit for, right? Acknowledging that, hey, we need to do it a little bit different. We thought getting to four was going to be the
6: I'm going to be like, honest with you. Thing. I saw this story yesterday, and I thought it was like preliminary talks. You know, like yeah, it yeah, was yeah. the early stages. No, they've, they've, yeah. they've,
5: they've been a, a bend been a little more bendable, if I can spit that out, uh than, than we used to give them credit for. So now the the 12-team playoff that's upcoming will be uh five conference champs and then uh seven at large mm-hmm. according to the to the rankings. The uh the change was initially they were going to have six conference champions but now with the Dissolving of the Pac-12, you don't get a spot. You don't think Oregon State or
6: Washington State should get in if they win that no, league?
5: No. And they've even conceded now that, like, yeah, are easier pass getting an at large at this point. Yeah, because but- if you if you kept it at six, then you'd also be opening the door for maybe two Group of Five champs. Mm-hmm. You get one Tulane a year. Yeah, you know we're not yeah, right. We're not giving you Tulane and Liberty. Well, you, you know don't what I mean? need, you don't need Liberty. So they got to they got to five, and then seven at large teams. Again, Notre Dame does not get special exemption either. They'd have to fight their they're not in a conference. They right. have to fight their way into the at large uh, grouping. But it feels like they they got this one right. Let's see how it let's see how it goes. Let's see where it goes. So you got the four you got the four power conferences now, and then the best conference champ. From whatever whatever this year's group of five right. best one is, say it's the Mountain West or who's going to determine that American. computers? Yeah, it'll be it'll well it'll be up to their
6: to their uh, their formula whatever they come up with. Well, right? their yeah. committee. Yeah, but I mean, what if what if you have two power group of five teams, Josh, to both go thirteen and zero? Like Missouri's zero and thirteen right now, they wouldn't be included in the conversation. That'd be but if you're thirteen and zero and another team is thirteen and zero. Or you could going to have a, like a playoff to determine who gets, like you should. <laughs> a play-in game? Yeah. Like now you're going to determine things, it
5: right? Right? via the rankings, and then there'll be some level of grape. Yeah, I don't know. So whatever.
6: D- just back to the Pac-2 for a second. Say they add teams in and become the Pac-12 again. That's not a major league. We can't call it a major league just because it has the name Pac-12. If no, you add, like, the, Boise and all these the other mount, places. They're the and, Mountain West. Yeah. They're the
5: same spot that the Mountain West was in before.
6: Right. Exactly. You're, 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 not, you're nothing special if they're you add just because you have that name.
5: You don't count anymore. They're never going back.
6: No. You can't count yeah. anymore. And the one thing I didn't like, and I am glad that the committee's like, yeah, up yours. Uh, The SEC and the Big Ten are like, oh, we need more than just one automatic qualifier. We're better leagues than everybody else. And the committee's like, yeah, no, screw you. We're not turning this into an SEC.
5: No, you're going to get a bulk of the at-large ones anyway.
6: Probably so. You're not going to get an automatic berth, though. But I do like the idea that I thought of was to create a Big Ten SEC... Uh, kind of challenge. Instead of you know that week in November where you play like Rumson Fairhaven and we're like, what's going on out here on this field? Why Who? is Alabama Rumson Fairhaven? Was oh. a town in New Jersey. Oh, wow. I don't know why I thought of that. that one, a right? University
5: there? No. No. They have a college? No. They have a commuter school? No. But or? it
6: sounds like a like a nondescript university, right? Yeah. Rumson Fairhaven U, right? Yeah. And you see that every November. We get to that point in the schedule in November, and Alabama's got Rumson Fairhaven and They're playing Chattanooga. Yeah. Why? Why are we playing yeah. Eudora High? Like right? Like th- those games. Instead of doing that nonsense, why not have a week where you do a Big Ten SEC challenge in November and everybody in the SEC plays somebody in the Big Ten? And whoever wins the most games gets a trophy. And you, and you call it good and do something good that week to give the college football fans something better. And establish than, your power. Yeah. Yes. And then you get bragging rights. So who's the best league? Cause those are the two That'd best be leagues. That'd, That'd be fun. kind of fun. You could do something like that, but I'm glad the committee basically set up yours to the sec and the big 10. And it's like, you're not getting an automatic bid in for this one. The other thing that I liked is that the lowest seeds get to, and they use this term, select the site they want to play the first round game in, which mind you, Kansas this year is already being talked about. They're number eight and a half, so people think they're going to be pretty good this year, right? Wow, you're dreaming of a home playoff game, aren't you? If you're Kansas and you get one of those this year... You're dreaming
5: of a home playoff game are next you? Season, taking? Are you?
6: are you taking the wow, game Arrowhead, at Arrowhead, or are you look playing at you. it at Sporting? I'm going with Sporting. Look I make it small, compact, and I'm keeping it in-state. Well, I guess the only way a playoff game would ever be played in Missouri is if Kansas played it at Arrowhead, though, right? Maybe not in football.
5: Missouri, Missouri would have been in. In twelve, they would have been in. In twelve, yeah, no,
6: yeah. with the twelve
5: team this past. Oh, this. Oh, been. yeah, 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 They'd yeah, been yeah, in. Yeah. Yeah. Been in. yeah, Yeah, no question. Yeah, you're right, but they wouldn't have played outside of Columbia. But
6: yeah, but I like the fact that they put there. You can choose the location, and I thought, wow, that's the Kansas rule because they know the stadium's some, getting built. Some
5: options to move to a bigger venue. For I don't know why you would. Well,
6: why would you though? Unless you're Play in a situation that, like Kansas where you don't have a home stadium yeah, this year, you yeah. know.
5: And then. Yeah, do you want to make it uh a, a intimate environment or do you want to make bucks? Right. and You probably play it at Arrowhead You probably bucks.
6: But do you think, and I don't know the answer to this question. I honestly don't. Do you think if Kansas played a football game there, you would sell out Arrowhead? For a playoff game, yeah. You think so? Yeah. You think there's 78,000 KU For football fans? For a playoff fans? game,
5: well, then you can, again, you can have road people. Yeah, true. You don't want that, though. But no, you no. don't want that. I'm saying 77,000 KU fans? No, yeah. but. Um, a majority of the building, yes, and yeah, you'd sell that out. Yeah,
6: you think you would? Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just asking out loud. It's a playoff I game. I know. I, know, but I would that's say a yes. Big venue, Josh. I would say yes. It's a big venue. But then you, again, you'd have road people. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, road Alabama road would travel to that. You, you think? want
5: to have that? You want to have that problem, Bob? I know. I, know I do. You. I do. Right. I do. I love that. That
6: problem, right?
5: Because I, I, I love the I love the on campus games. I think they're going to be great. I wish I'd do more of them myself, but especially for the top four seeds, which are going to get a buy. Um, and no home game.
6: Yeah, is that? A, I mean, I, the buys we've seen very important. Yes. Obviously, having that week off very important. If I, my but heart of hearts, of you that's
5: like I know. I want a home game. My heart of hearts, I would play two rounds of home games, but they're not doing that. Money, oh,
6: money, yeah.
5: TV, money, dollar signs, dollar signs. Yeah, neutral venues. Uh, the preservation of the bowl system. Yeah. Um, that's so antiquated. So I'd rather play two. I'd rather play two rounds of home games so that the you not only get a top seed gets a bye, but they get to play at home too. Right. Want a playoff game in Tuscaloosa? Yeah. That sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Want a playoff game in Athens, Georgia? Sounds great. Right. You want a playoff game at the uh, at the horseshoe? Yeah. Sounds pretty cool. great. Cool. Yeah. You want a playoff game at Michigan? Yeah. Sounds pretty or awesome.
6: Or do you want a playoff game at the Mercedes-Benz Dome in Atlanta? Ugh. The college campuses, man. I, you know me. I fell back in love with college football the last year, right? And just the venues and the pageantry and the crowds at these home games are special. Crowds at these bowl games are, like, sterile. Yeah, you got to hope your people go. And it's expensive for your people. Like, how many people do you know that can afford to travel every weekend to go watch a football game? Wouldn't it be better? Like, your students can be there on campus? We saw... We saw
5: people paying eight and ten thousand dollars to be at the Super know, Bowl. So I, I can't put anything past I know, anybody. No, you're these right. Days. You're
6: right. It's yeah. crazy, though. It's crazy to me. It's yeah. I absolutely. wish I had that kind of money. All right, you're gonna get to uh
5: channel your inner Kelsey. The uh the video of he and Andy Reid. Yeah. The audio clipped, according to the New York Post. Do you tell us what they said? We want you to act it out. Be Travis. Or be Andy. Either one. We'll do that next. going back Wednesday 9135867610 include your name so you may get the credit and if you can fool JT all the better.
7: No no no. No one's getting past me. This is Sir Duke by Stevie Wonder and Adam. Adam gave us this song. I have heard of Stevie Wonder for all you Okay, good. Me. good okay, good, I'm going to say unpopular
6: good. opinion, not a huge fan. Well,
5: I like like it, Wonder.
6: it's just music just never did it for me.
5: Hmm. Superstition?
6: Yeah.
5: Oh, man. Missing out,
6: not a fan. Just never did it for me. Hmm. Stevie Wonder, I think, falls into one of those categories of you better be a fan. Why? Like the Beatles were that for me. For even years. watching, even watching the uh, the uh, the doc
5: of uh, We Are the World. Oh, I, as a as a human, I love them. Where he sat down at the piano and was just busting it was stuff. It's fantastic. Out. But like every musician. song, I,
6: every time I hear a Stevie Wonder song, I want to like it, hmm. and I'm always like meh. Hmm. meh.
5: It's all right. It's all right. Meh. Mm-hmm.
6: It's better. We all have our unpopular opinions these yeah. days. What's yours? Creed Humphrey can't snap? No. It's not, uh, that's can't a very snap. popular It's not a can't snap, man. but
5: I didn't like Oppenheimer.
6: There, oh, I said really? It. There I said it. I haven't even seen it. Took, so. some,
5: took some heat on social media about it. <clears throat> like,
6: meh. Just because everybody tells you you're supposed to yeah. like
5: something, you know? And it wasn't good. That was three hours. And it you was three like brother hours.
6: Ryan looking at somebody's new baby. That's right. <laughs> meh. I thought of him when I did that. Because yeah. that was my treat. It was like
5: Oppenheimer. Meh. <laughs> uh, no, it was, it was, it was long. It was three hours long, but it didn't feel like it was three. I didn't like it because it, it was three hours long. I didn't like it. It was, I don't know. It was kind of boring. I didn't, All right. Let it me had, a really good, you. had a really good cast. And I know they spent a lot of money on it and everybody said it's great. But I'm like. I, I don't think I'll ever watch it again. You, you know what other movie wasn't that? The Irishman. Oh,
6: terrible. Oh, my God. Terrible. Ugh. And that had all the guys and in that it. That had everybody in it, but that was like, yeah, was no, this going to end? Awful. Yeah,
5: yeah, De Niro and Pesci and the whole bit. Yeah. I mean, you can weigh in on your one. unpopular take right that one, now. But yeah, I, I, I like,
6: you didn't like
5: Oppenheimer? Uh, you didn't see it in the theater? No, I didn't. One. And two... No. does the plot change I, I'll never watch it again I'll never watch it again I saw it eh. <laughs> but, but
6: does the plot change because you didn't see it in the theater
5: no the visuals and the sound
6: and I mean it's a it's a it's a, it's a big it's a big in your face kind yeah you know, okay. explosion I, I, right? I, 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 like, I look I understand yeah. that but if yeah. it, if the movie isn't good the special effects change that though I'm asking I don't know I don't know maybe so
5: they were that's what people were claiming yeah,
6: yeah I mean. but I mean I know it's won
5: a ton of awards and everything I'm like just because yeah, movies
6: win award doesn't mean they're good yeah I mean, look who won MVPs over the years. Yeah, that's right. Or coach of the year, right? Just because you win coach of the year doesn't mean you're good. Most of the time, it means you're very average. The funny part was uh, it's out now on Peacock. So if you still have Peacock for
5: that one game, there's yeah. another reason to watch. And uh, so we sat down and my wife and I were laughing. and are like, okay, what are the chances we get through this three-hour movie in one take? Usually it'd be oh, like,
6: you stop. Yeah, yeah, it'd, yeah be like, right. it'd
5: be like, this is going to be, so let's start it. We got some time here. Let's start it. And then, you know, we'll watch it over the course of three days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I figured it was going to take. No, we watched the whole movie the whole time, and I got done, and I'm like.
6: Mm-hmm. Did you get up for snacks? Nice. Long? It was
5: like, uh, you know, nice cast. But I,
6: right. You know. Did you see Barbie?
5: No. Uh-huh.
6: I didn't either. You know, I'm not just, I'm not a huge movie guy. I wouldn't consider myself a movie buff.
5: No. So History Oppenheimer of, didn't blow you away. That's correct. It did not. It did not. It did, yeah. not. It did not. That's so yeah, my unpopular one right now.
6: Yeah, that's fine. JT, you got an unpopular opinion? Um, I don't know. Are you old enough to have an unpopular opinion, <laughs> right? No, you should have all the unpopular. Yeah, opinions. Yeah, that Sorry, is I true. Actually, I should yeah, have all yeah. the You're, unpopular opinions. Yeah,
5: yeah. yeah.
6: Uh, people
7: think it's weird that I, when I get a like a cheeseburger, the only thing I want on it is mayo and lettuce. They're like, you don't want any tomato pickles. I I hate tomato and pickles.
6: Do you like tomato sauce? Is that ketchup?
7: No. No. Then I don't like tomato sauce. I guess
6: you don't like it on your spaghetti. Oh, I love Alfredo sauce. Okay. Instead of oh, okay. okay. Instead yeah, of uh, okay. All
7: right. Yeah. So yeah, that's the other thing. People think it's weird that I would rather have spaghetti with Alfredo sauce than
6: then red spaghetti. sauce. Okay, that's yeah. fine. Yeah, I find that weird, but that's fine. You do you. Mm. Yeah. I do like this text. I feel like when a movie is popular, people go see it, they feel like they have to love it. So they just try to follow suit. Even deep down, they don't like it. Good for you for thinking for yourself.
5: I mean, sometimes I will I will see someone and go, Oh, that was great. That mm-hmm. was I, I understand the hype. That's one I just, I just didn't.
6: It kind of falls into that category of like foodies almost like, Oh, you've got to try this restaurant. You go there, they give you like half a scallop and one pea, and you're like, Now I gotta to go to dinner. And that cost me two hundred and sixty five dollars a person and didn't include a drink. Correct. Give me a greasy spoon every day. That we and I'm not kidding about that. When I was, for whatever reason, I was looking at restaurants in Arizona and I found a restaurant called, and you're going to die, Binkley's. Oh, wow. I'm like, well, i got to see what this is about, right? I'm sure a lot
5: of handmade artisan food.
6: <laughs> it was like one of those restaurants where you don't know what you're eating. You're going to show up. It's oh. two sixty-five oh, a person. That's, that's it doesn't answer. include wine. That's not our Binkley. I'm out on that. That's not. I our have Bankly. no interest sure. in something like that at all. Oh my god, it's going to be delightful. You're going to get like what do they call that? Where they give you a bone and you eat the marrow out of it? <laughs> you know, like that kind of crap. Yeah, suck the marrow out of this bone. Forty nine ninety five. <laughs> two sixty five per person.
5: Oh, that's a per person place even.
6: Yes, that's what I'm saying. It's two sixty five per person. Aches. You don't know what you're going to get. You may get a reservation next June. Mm. I'm out on those places. Yeah. Oh, but this place is so great. Look at how they prepared the bone marrow. So what do we
5: think Kelsey said? We'll never know. No. According to the uh, to the New York Post, audio of Travis Kelsey yelling at Andy Reid is believed to have been blocked. Blocked. Yeah. From uh, from seeing the light of day, maybe uh-huh. forever. According to the New York Post's Ryan Glass I saw the Glass when we were over in Germany. Oh, you did? That's good. Is that a shoe? A couple of people extremely plugged into the media business believes the Chiefs had the audio of Kelsey yelling at Andy Reid blocked from being used by Inside the NFL with one saying he thought the edict came from Reed. A rep for Inside the NFL declined to comment, and reps for the Chiefs and NFL Media, which operates NFL Films, did not respond to requests for comment
6: by the Post. I'm going to tell you what, sounds legit to me, and it should be legit, right? Yeah, I think you have veto power. You do, you do. You have to have veto power in something like that. Like the Jets should have had veto power with Sam Darnold. We're going to let you behind the scenes. For sure. It's cool. You
5: document it. But if something we want out, we're going to step in and say we want that out. Yeah. And you got to do that. And the NFL solid. is going to
6: protect that. So I, I wonder God. if they get a couple like a year where they get the veto. out. Oh, you use your three vetoes already? Sorry. I don't think it's like
5: challenges. No. No. <laughs> they lose a timeout. Yeah. Chiefs have lost all their vetoes for well, the year. Now it's coming out. But I, I think that's I, one. I think it's fair Two, I think it's now it's kind of great because it's going to be urban legend. Mm hmm. Right? Because Kelsey's kind of said, well, I told him I loved him or whatever, you right. he joked about it or whatever. And he's kind of said, well, keep that between us. And, you know, Andy's kind of joked about, you know, hey, I, uh, it wasn't a big deal. I would just wish, you know, like, he just wished he didn't get bumped over because he didn't see Travis coming. Right. And he could have,
6: you know, squared up on him. Had he not been off balance, it may have taken on a different meaning. You know what I'm saying? Like, it l- looked like he hit the dude, right? And that's what I think everybody was reacting. Oh, my God, Andy got hit by Travis. Man. Well, yeah. Um, so here's, here's what we're fearing from the text line from the eight, one, six. My sources tell me that it's because after he yelled at Andy Reed responded, calm down. It's in the script. I like that. I like that. Yeah, I do like that a lot. You this know what? Part of the script. Run the script. You know what? I'm in on that one. I will put the tinfoil hat on for that one. I, I love that one. That's really good. Well done. Well done from the eight one six. So what do you believe actually went down? He said, Can you believe Missouri's 0-11 in college basketball? 0-13. No, but at that time. Oh, at that at time. time. No, okay. I got you. Yeah. So they lost two. Wow, that's good.
5: They've yeah. chalked up two more since then. What do you believe happened? Nine one three, five, eight, six, seven, six, ten. We'll do that on the other side. And uh my favorite two wide receivers in the draft are gonna be totally wasted. We'll get to oh, no. it next. Some music on a way back Wednesday, 913-586-7610. Some easy listening going on right now, courtesy of Tyler from Tennessee.
6: Mm. Biggest part
7: of me, ambrosia.
6: Ambrosia, Ambrosia. yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Great salad as well. Look up the ambrosia salad. That's a 70s, 80s delight. There you go. That was at every potluck, which I don't think we do the potluck since COVID anymore, but I was never a potluck fan.
7: No, I wasn't either. I didn't like potlucks.
6: I hated potlucks. Maybe that's the unpopular opinion. You know who's cooking this food and how clean their kitchen is? They got rat turds and cats eating each other. And I'm Ooh. walking
5: up there and pulling the label off something and putting it on the table. Yeah, you're eating <laughs> You don't
6: care. Like who? No, but
5: I'm pulling the label off because I ain't making it. Oh, you're not making you know, it. We're not yeah. making anything. We're buying it anyway.
6: My grandmother used to buy these cakes all the time, these apple cakes at the grocery store. She used to try to tell us she baked them, and one time she gave it to us, and it had manager's special sticker on it <laughs> Clearly not homemade. I like that. It's perfect. It was a delicious cake. Lovely cake. All right. What do you
5: think? What do you think Kelsey was saying? It's uh according to New York Post, it's uh probably never gonna see the light of day. It'll be uh urban legend forever. Uh because the Chiefs wanted it that way. That's right. That they got used their veto in NFL films and should. I pointed out earlier in the show. Do you have a veto? It's much no, it's much like um what the Jets should have done
6: for Sam Darnold? You think about it now, and if you have the ability to veto something, and you let that get out there, you what kind of organization Sam Darnold you? was seeing ghosts. It ruined the dude. It killed him. Crushed his career. And you wonder why the Jets are a colossal joke of an organization, right? They can't get out of their own way. Should have vetoed that. You got to veto something like that. That embarrassed your quarterback, man. And then you got stuck with Zach Wilson, and then a banged up guy named Blue Cantrell. <laughs>
5: Now I've seen a lot of times, and it's usually the 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 Chiefs crew. You know, it's filming their kind of in house stuff for the franchise and whatever. Like, they'll I can put, only imagine what they hide. They put the boom mic in sometimes, and whoever the players might wave them off, like, get out, not now. You know, they'll kind of let them go, but there's times where it's gotten, mm-hmm. you know, where it's probably gotten heated and personal, whatever. You mean like every game this where year, they, where they've where they've waved. I've seen them, you know, actually waved them off, like, get it. Get it. And they there's an understanding. They pull the microphone back out. I'm guessing there's kind of similar things for NFL films. Yeah, I would imagine. You you have this coming out, you go, wait, 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 wait. I know you're gonna show the video, because they showed the video, obviously, mm-hmm. on inside the NFL, but no none of the audio. I think
6: it's a much bigger story if the Chiefs lose the game.
5: Oh, it's a massive right? story if they lose. It's like a major story, story, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
6: Can they coexist anymore and yeah. all that nonsense yeah, yeah, that yeah. you know the, no, the media it's, would it's, make up? It's
5: yeah. a really big story if they lose. You can laugh it off if they don't. And it's a really bigger story, probably, if it's not Travis Kelsey. I think if you step back and realize the relationship the two of them have and how far back they go and whatever, there are different rules for different people. Right. Not everybody would be able to get away with that, right? Travis can. They've got an understanding. I'm sure there's repercussions to a certain extent behind closed. You yeah. know, don't ever do that again. You know? Right, right. I'm sure he's been admonished and what what have you, but... Uh, yeah, massive story if they lose. Huge. This is this is yeah. sideline dysfunction. It's just, oh, the end. Yeah. it's just the beginning of the end for the Chiefs and blah, 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 blah.
6: Well, I, I had somebody reach out to me, and, and for the most part, I can't remember who it was, right? And it was like, this is just, you know, all years come to a head now, and now Travis is yelling at Andy, right? Like, we saw sideline blowups with yeah. the defense and – then Rashi Rice got mad during the Super Bowl cuz Creed Humphrey had a low snap and like like there's all sorts of you know explosions that we've seen over the course of the year and somebody I, I can't for the life of me remember who it was is like yeah usually when teams fight like this and have this internal strife there's no way they can ever come back and win and here it is it's deteriorating right before their eyes yep. and we would have pointed back to that as like a moment in the game when it all got away right but it didn't they won and so it's not a big story, That's a big story. Yeah.
5: yeah yeah uh from the 660 Kelsey asked, Andy, if we win, can I fly home on Taylor's plane? I promise I'll be hey. That's good. I like that, Could well, be. I mean, yeah. Uh 816, Kelsey yelled, you can't have just lettuce and mayo on a burger.
10: <laughs> <laughs> May have been the case, JT. I don't know.
5: Uh Kelsey asked if Dan Kilgore is practicing.
10: And also just wanted to double check that Dan Kilgore is going to practice.
5: That. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How much do I have to pay for a fully unedited version of a mic up game? I know they're cursing. Just let me hear it. Quit bleeping it out awkwardly. I think that would be good. good if yeah. the NFL
6: <laughs> can
5: make a buck, and maybe in the future.
6: Here, here's Yeah, here's the thing. If the NFL can find a way to sell it and make yeah. money off of it, yeah. it'll be on a yeah. streaming service near
5: you. There you go. Yeah. My sources tell me it's because after he yelled at Andy, Reed responded, calm down, it's in the script. Yeah. I would believe that's I believe that's the case. Probably. It is, yeah. Yeah. Um, he was, he was yelling to distract, um, attention. Mm-hmm. Travis said, I'm going to yell at you right now. And look very angry. So the focus will be on me and not Pacheco in case we lose this game from the eight one six Pacheco
6: had the fumble rumor from the nine one three Travis found out his Frank bucks expired. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't tell me these things were going to expire. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. From the eight one six, Josh, who in the world is Dan Kilgore?
10: and also just wanted to double check that Dan Kilgore is going to practice today.
6: Mm -hmm. Sometimes I think we do have to reset the bit for people.
5: Dan Kilgore was
6: once a member of the chiefs.
5: Didn't do much. Wasn't really uh, a guy that needed to be asked about. Was he an offensive line in a uh, press conference? Yeah. That I
6: really wasn't going to be factoring into to anybody's plans, but for some reason, someone wanted to know. So. And the, the fact of the matter is, I believe this was during COVID when this press conference took place because it was on the Zoom, right? And that's when we started doing the Zooms. The question, st- like Andy had just set some sort of record as a coach for wins or something, right? Like he just accomplished some some big feat. And the question started at, hey, Andy, congratulations on becoming the first coach to ever do such and such. And,
10: and also just wanted to double check that Dan Kilgore is going to practice
6: mm-hmm. today. That was right after he yeah, was like, a very, congratulated was, Andy on becoming like the fifth
5: winningest coach of all, something like. It's a very weird follow up. My second question is, did Dan Kilgore practice today?
6: That should never have been a question didn't for anybody.
5: Nobody, nobody cares.
6: But boy, it's given us, a, a, you know. Years of wearing out this button.
10: And also just wanted to double-check that Dan Kilgore is going to practice today.
6: Mm. (laughs) It's still
5: just so weird.
6: Hey, Andy, congratulations on becoming the fifth winningest coach of all time in NFL history.
10: And also just wanted to double-check that Dan Kilgore is going to practice today.
6: Excuse me? From the 816, I know you took my nuggies. <laughs> From the 913,
5: Kelsey yelled, you might want to try Burlington Street.
6: <laughs>
5: well done. Call back to old that traffic guy. That is really good. Yeah, I miss, I miss old traffic guy. I got to be honest with you. Right. I mean, who doesn't miss Bob DelGiorno? Mm-hmm. It's hard to spell Bob Del Journal. Yeah, it the hard really part. is. We yeah. try and type it really It's fast. not
6: traffic. It's Del Giorno.
5: Yeah, I'm with you. You might want to try Burlington Street. See, this one's not. This one's incorrect. I'll tell you. It's okay. 8-1-6. I just saved so much money by switching to Geico. No. he's a he's a State Farm guy. Yeah. Unless, unless he got mad about the M- M- auto thing. Maybe. Maybe switches. I don't know. I would Money. try
6: Burlington Street.
5: There it is. Where'd you find that? Oh, I got my word. Burlington ways. Street's in there? Hell yeah.
6: Oh, dang. Bob Del Giorno. I'm Bob Del Giorno, 610 Sports Radio. Get off my bumper traffic. I would try Burlington Street.
1: <laughs> I got a sister in Burlington Junction, Missouri, that when we took William Perry back in 84 or 85. I talked to her two days later and she said, why'd you take the fat kid? And I said, you just have to believe me. He was, he was the best available.
5: You searched for Burlington and that those two things came up. Yeah. Burlington nice. stream, Burlington
1: junction. Nice. I got a sister in Burlington junction, Missouri.
6: She you think she's uh, watching the Owen 13 sec tigers from the six obviously was saying two things at once.
5: My Ma! twin mattress on mission and 159th that from the 913 It's valuable information always when you uh, when you text in furniture uh, condition as well that you can tell so not not just the the furniture item and the location but also the condition right so a twin mattress looks to be in great condition plastic still on looks a little rough whatever on mission and 159th right just so we're updating everybody. We got the Dan Kilgore update. Yep. Why Dan Kilgore? Why we need to format this thing properly Uh for roadside furniture? Because 610 Sports Radio and this show particularly, not just the number six morning show in all of America and the number one sports morning show in Kansas City, but also your source for roadside furniture. Yes, right. Don't forget it.
7: The 816, he wanted him to
6: stop calling him (laughs) Mahato.
5: This could be too. I love,
6: I I love my favorite moment in these commercials is when Patrick goes, come on, Otto. And then <laughs> I laugh every time. And then time. The, the Travis stomp off is, is fantastic.
5: Yeah. His acting in the, in the stomp off where he's got the,
6: yeah. Oh, like oh, a, like, like a pouting like child, a right? child, Yeah. Is it's just so good. It's terrific. Yeah.
5: Yeah. Kelsey <laughs> yelled. <laughs> I didn't get out of my timeshare.
6: <laughs> Could be. <laughs> he's yelling who we talking about it's not traffic it's Del Giorno somebody joining late wants to know if he was asking about Tim Kilgore I mean, people are so quick with these bits to the phone about Kilgore yeah. and I love it yeah. every single time I love it a, I just love a, it
5: he ran up to Andy Reid in the middle of the Super Bowl yeah like a crazed lunatic and ask.
10: And also just wanted to double check that Dan Kilgore is gonna to practice today. Yeah.
5: <laughs> That's it. Uh, From the uh, A16, I'm actually the Travis Kelsey of my job. I get away with so much more than everyone else. <laughs> good for you. Good for you, good man. Good for you. You should be that. Yeah. Good job. Dan Kilgore had sixty starts in the NFL. That's great. I'm sure he did. Not here. No. Oh. Kilgore you're talking about practice, not a game, <laughs> but practice. <laughs> that's, that's exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened. Oh my goodness. It's so good. Uh, we will check out a new mock draft. The Chiefs getting a wide receiver. Not my wide receiver, but we'll get to that next.
3: The face, like my next mistake. Love the game New money, sitting and tie. I can read you like a magazine Ain't it funny, rumors fly And I know you heard about me, so hey Let's be friends, time to see how this one ends Write your passport in my head So it's gonna be forever you can pick the music on way
5: back Wednesday 9135867610 the J Southland Toast service text line please include your name JT Noah producing today he will say it on the air.
7: Yeah, so we have blank space by Ryan Adams from Ben in
5: Iowa. <laughs> so I he said it, he said it like People in Iowa text now. <laughs> People in Iowa know music. Well, I was so shocked when he put blank
7: space by Ryan Adams. I was like, I don't even know who Ryan Adams is. I was thinking, yeah, I'm with you on that. I okay, have
6: no okay. idea okay. what he, that was. He cuts yeah. like a knife. Yeah. Hey, Eric Hosmer announced his retirement officially today. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow going you know, to go into the podcasting space and whatnot. I guess he released a podcast this morning talking about Kansas City. So we'll need to oh, cool, find that. But, yeah, congratulations. I'd heard this was coming for a while now with Eric Hosmer. In fact, I've been doing some kind of stuff behind the scenes to try to make him part of our program here at 610 Sports Radio. We'll see if that uh, ends up coming to fruition. But um, um, he we talked about him yesterday, Josh, ironically enough. Got his money in San Diego, but did Boris do we- do right by way of Eric Hosmer? And I think the answer to that question is no. He should have just stayed here in Kansas City, taken a few less bucks and would have been the king. Yeah. Hosmer bucks. Yeah. <laughs> Hosmer yeah. Bucks. Could have had Hosmer bucks. Maybe yeah. Hosmer bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Would have been great. Right. So congratulations, yeah, congratulations. Eric Hosmer. Man. He's, he, I loved him. Yeah.
5: Yeah. His But his best playing days were here. You
6: know, No doubt. Yeah. Not even close. Yeah. And his most success was here. Probably and he was f- beloved here. It was and, fun. Oh, God, yeah. yeah I don't yeah, I don't think yeah. there's any probably involved. Yeah. yeah. Yep, yep. Like, I, I think if Eric Hosmer. Everything but
5: the biggest paycheck was here.
6: Right. Yes. And and that's why you have to, if you're Chris Jones or you're LeJarious Sneed or you're whoever, you go take that biggest paycheck, you're not going to be with your friends anymore. Mm. And if you go take that biggest paycheck and you stink, ain't nobody going to be there when you fall. Here in Kansas City, if Hosmer gone through that slump, hey, everybody rally around him. He won us a World Series. He's our guy. You go out to San Diego, they don't care what you did in Kansas City. They don't care what you did in, in with the Chiefs. If you go to Philadelphia as an Eagle, if you're Legereus Sneed, Carolina doesn't care what Chris Jones did here. If he goes there, they don't care. But here, you put in all that time. You have a chance to,
5: yeah. And be. something
6: goes wrong. We got your back. If yep. any town is that way, though, with their guy, you know? It's your guy, you go somewhere else, you got to prove yourself again. And didn't work anywhere else for Eric. Mm-hmm. And
5: I think he did admit that. A couple more. Kelsey's saying, Toba, Toba, Toba.
6: Could be mm-hmm.
5: from nine one three. I just assumed Travis said, "I want to kiss you." It could have been the case too. I don't know. I
6: believe uh, everything that
1: anyone else has watched uh, Chad play uh, impresses me. The same thing impresses them. What does it mean to you now when the team is struggling? I want to kiss you. I couldn't care less about the team struggling. I want to kiss you. Thanks, Joe. Yeah, huge compliment.
6: Joe Namath, part of the four-decade team.
5: Still one of the most incredible interviews ever.
6: Outstanding, right? Just Colbert is
5: handling like a champ. One, and then uh, I mean, other than putting Joe on the air, because if you had a conversation for like two seconds before you went to him, you would have said nope.
6: Would you have really said no? You'd have put him on. I don't think so. I think you'd have known. Like, really? Ugh.
5: Your it's producers did too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm put okay.
6: Just put Namath on? Maybe. No. I played at Alabama. I don't think we
5: should do this. All right, here All right. we go. Five, three, two, and one. Of course, one. you could have never, I mean, he could have been talking about the quarterback. And you're fine. But yeah.
6: You wouldn't have thought he would. I went to kiss kissed you. Yeah, but he went that route. Been, yeah. Thanks, oh, Joe.
5: Okay.
6: Joe gone. Yeah you would been like if you saw LL Cool J at the lunch counter, you're like, hey. Somebody. "Yeah, that's right, that's right." Turn the phone around. Every one of those commercials is my wife. It's unbelievable how uncanny they are. Throwing out crown molding.
5: I know oh I've kept my crown molding. God, you, know, I have. you have. Yeah.
6: Well, I'm going to use it. I'll tell <laughs> you when you use it. Never. Because <laughs> <Yeah.
5: laughs> it's never going to be the right <laughs> length, and no. you're going to have to, and you, or you cut it the wrong direction. And, and
6: when know, do you ever you need that to that replace way. crown molding?
5: Well no, like the floor, more of the floor molding. Oh, the floor, the floor molding. molding. Okay. I don't have kept that.
6: Yeah, the, the crowd molding. Mean?
5: They're like, that doesn't go bad. No, we don't even yeah. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> uh so I, I clicked on a mock draft because I'm a sucker, like they like we always are. One, my my one and only mock draft is the one and only mock draft you need. The
6: more I look at it, the better
5: it looks. She's picking thirty second. And they get Marvin Harrison Jr. Mm-hmm. With the 32nd pick of the uh, the draft, right? Because the other 31 picks are all quarterbacks. Because I think every single one of these quarterbacks has a chance to change your franchise, and you should pick them.
6: I can't believe you found 31.
5: Well, that'd be a stretch,
6: but um, some might not have a draft eligible. Well, I mean, 66
5: played this past year. Some I sent out, yeah, 66 starting quarterbacks in the NFL this year. Yeah, yeah. You need you need you need quarterbacks, multiple quarterbacks. Yes, many of these teams in the draft picked. A couple of quarterbacks. So I saw this one from NFL.com, and I looked and I saw Chiefs picking number thirty-two, and they take a wide receiver, Oregon wide receiver Troy Franklin. Fine, sure. Hmm. If they took a wide receiver at thirty-two. I think we'd all go. Okay, I get it. You know how I love my Lance Zerline of NFL.com write-ups. Are we already into those? We haven't
6: even had the combine
5: yet. <laughs> well, if they're already written up, we're in that season, aren't we? Uh, NFL comparison, Chris Olave. I like that. O- I, like it. I like it. Chris Olave. Olave. Right. Strengths. Lance does the best strengths and weaknesses, I think. Strengths. Angular frame with excellent release quickness to elude press. Can hit corners with a wicked crossover to uncover on quick slants. Ooh! Innate field feel for maintaining distance from nearest defender in open space. And also is an explosive leaper with a loose upper body to twist and pluck it. Ooh, good, right? Yeah. Weaknesses. Focus drops are part of the package and seen gone
6: <laughs> and gone. We do not need that gentleman. Nope,
5: you don't drop passes with lack
6: of focus in this nope, offense. Not, nope, not here. Not, not going to do, do it. Not going to do it. already did that once.
5: Unable to hold off challengers and save catch space when contested.
6: You hate people who can't
5: save the catch space. Well, contested catches and drops. Ah, uh, no. Yeah. Below average strength and could struggle, struggle against physicality.
6: How hard do you think they got to search for some of these weaknesses? And how much film do they watch? You know, like you know I what I'm know. saying. Like, how much is this is slapped up there? I don't know, but I love it. I oh, love it's it. great. Yeah, it. it's so great. at the top of the draft, they
5: have a they have Caleb Williams going one to the Bears, Drake May going two to the Commanders. What a waste! What a waste! Do you want Marvin
6: Harrison Jr. in a Chiefs uniform? Yes. He really going to go to New England? They don't even have a quarterback at number three. The league can't
5: Patriots allow that. Patriots take Marvin Harrison Jr.
6: for what? Yeah, the league needs to, to step waste in. his time. No, got to get rid of him. Who's England. throwing him the football? There, I saw a trade proposal today from our friends at WFAN, our sibling station. Zach Wilson for Mac Jones. Who says no? Uh, Everybody. That's literally trading my trash can for your trash can. Why would the Jets want Mac Jones? Why would the Patriots want Zach Wilson? Why would the
5: Patriots want Zach Wilson? Yeah, very, very valid question. Both ways. You going to waste Marvin Harrison Jr.'s
6: talents in New England? What a joke. I don't think you can. New England's back to the days before Bill Belichick. They're back to the Tom Grogan days, man. Remember that guy who played quarterback with the neck
5: roll? Mm-hmm. And then probably my second favorite quarterback is wa- or uh, wide receiver, I should say, is Washington's uh, Roma Dunze. He's good. Number nine to the Bears. Another waste of a pick. Right? You know, waste his time in Chicago. Now, granted, if he's got Caleb Williams, he's a nice little one-two punch. The Bears are going to try. New England and Chicago. Talk about wasting people's time. Yeah, wasting talent's time by sending them to those woebegotten franchises. Well,
6: Malik Neighbors going to Arizona is the same thing. That's true too. He'd probably be my third favorite receiver. They have him higher, but like I like, I like the pick for the Chargers, but I also laugh at it. They have them taking Joe Alt, offensive tackle from Notre Dame, John Alt's son. Phenomenal offensive tackle. It's a great pick. I'd love to have him. But if you're the Chargers, you need a lot more than that, don't you? I don't know. There's rumors they're cutting everybody. They might need a wide receiver, too. Yeah. Like Mike Williams could potentially be cut. Or Keenan Allen. Or Keenan Allen. Or both. Austin Eckler is free after the season's over. Yeah. Do you really have a quarterback? I don't know. I don't think that guy's gotten better. He hit the ground running right in that first game against the Chiefs. Has he gotten better? Anybody? Does anybody say a bear has gotten better? And then this one cracks me up, too. At 25,
5: the Green Bay Packers select my guy, Iowa corner Cooper DeJean. Okay. Because why wouldn't you draft a white corner to go to Green Bay? <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs>
6: It's like, well, did you see the write-up? DeGene feels like a Packers. Player. Yes,
5: of course he does, because everybody that plays in the North goes to the Green Bay, and they're white.
6: Cooper. Did Cooper play baseball?
5: Oh, probably lacrosse or something. No, I'm kidding.
6: Yeah,
5: <laughs> Cooper definitely played baseball for sure.
6: I would think two sports star at Old Boat Iowa High School. Yeah, I would think. I would think. You like how I knew he went there. That's good. I do like the Giants drafting Jaden Daniels, though. That could be fun. Yeah, a lot of quarterbacks going, so I'm getting my wish of a lot of quarterbacks going. And that's not, the funny thing. There's a
5: ton. Like, not enough to get Marvin Harrison Jr. to 32, but I'm working on it. I'm I get through on the it.
6: first pick quarterback, second pick quarterback. i like, oh my God, they're all going to draft. Court- oh, that was Marvin Harrison. Oh, yeah, they Jr. did Jr. switch.
5: Yeah. Then the Patriots who don't have a quarterback take the best wide receiver on the board.
6: Mm-hmm. What a waste.
5: And then, uh, for those of you that are big Brock Bowers fans, like I know Binkley has told you, uh, the Georgia tight end, eighteen, the Bengals. If the Bengals take in the next tight end, no. the next great tight end, I don't want to be part of that either. There's no way Brock Bowers falls that far. I wouldn't think so either. Yeah. I think I think. But he'll, the injury. I think. Someone, does the injury factor in? I think someone will, will snag. I still him
7: don't think he that. falls past fifteen because I think someone would trade up and take him at a value at fifteen. Just because I think he's the best tight end coming out in a long time.
5: And then Daniel Jeremiah, who did this mock draft, says, File this under the things I selfishly want to see happen. It's highly unlikely Bowers falls this far in round one. Yeah, Let's just pause and dream for a moment about seeing him join forces with Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase.
6: I like the fact that Daniel Jeremiah said, I'm doing this as a little self-serving, too. Yeah, why not? I'm good with that. I love it, yeah.
5: Why not? Uh, Steve Spagnuolo dropped by with Cody and Gold yesterday here on 610 Sports oh Radio, the Chiefs defensive coordinator. He's had good defenses in the past in his uh, in his career, but what made this one stand out?
8: I always rely on the, the football intelligence, what I call football get it. And this was the highest number of guys in one group that really had a high IQ or really good football get it. And sometimes you work with units that have – you know, there's, you know, seven out of the 11 starters and the other guys that kind of just, you know, they just, somebody helps them along the way. But this group, to a man, they get football, they love football, they're passionate about it, uh, and they embrace doing anything. And that's a that's a nice thing to have. I love
5: it. They have football get it. He had a bunch of guys that had football get it, and that's what he thought this this defense brought that maybe some others had. Yeah. He didn't name names of like, well, no, I had this defense. This guy didn't get it. Uh, but he did say, you know, sometimes you'll have – You'll have a group where, you know, a couple guys need to really be brought along. He goes, This 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 one didn't. Like this everybody one didn't Everybody now. knew their role and they did it. Which is great. Which is kind so of So how come your um,
6: defense didn't stink through the first four weeks like we had, it does every year? We had football get it? Yeah. Crazy, isn't it? It's it's amazing. That's yeah. why,
5: I mean that's why they won the Super Bowl. And he lauds about Trent McDuffie, especially the fact that he got an all pro nod without an interception playing corner. That's how good he is. Think about how tough that is. I
8: said to him after he got that, I said, Trent, that's an extra, to me, that's even more respect than most other DBs. Because when you do that and you don't have an interception, I think people recognize and respect the work that you're doing. Because let's face it, a lot of times those teams, right, people look at stats and, and they say, okay, the guy with the highest interceptions, he must be really good, so let's vote him in. But with him not doing that, I thought it was an extreme compliment to Trent, his ability and what he does. And I, listen, you guys have heard me say this before. The one thing about coverage guys is if they're doing their job at an elite level, sometimes you never hear about them because the quarterback's not throwing it there. And so for Trent to have gotten that kind of recognition, I thought was extreme. I still don't understand why LJ doesn't get the same, but you know, everybody's different. But getting back to Trent, that kid, the key play he made in the end zone was huge. The, the blitz that he made for knockdown was huge, and he has other tackles throughout the game, and he's covering guys. I and mean, he's he's a real key to what we do. Him and all those DBs back there are huge.
5: Arguably, two of the biggest plays in that game.
6: <laughs> I mean, I'm just I'm looking at them in my mind His as he's talking about like those were huge in, in the end zone. zone. Oh my god! And then have you seen you, the still shot where he's fully extended? It looks like he's almost terrifically played. The, I mean, just it's it's terrifically great. played. It's and then
5: obviously. Getting that perfectly timed blitz and able to get the knockdown pass yeah. of of Purdy on a on a on a huge play. Oof. Yeah. Insane, man. He's so good. Um, we were just discussing mock drafts, and I guess this this is very appropriate. From the eight one six morning. I'm not sure if this is possible, but hopefully you can clarify. In the recent past, Marvin Harrison Jr. stated he only wanted to play for Patrick Mahomes. Can a player in the draft refuse to play for a team who picks him in the draft to where he's available at pick 32?
6: That's right. We saw Eli Manning recently do that. Well,
5: you look no further than the source right here. That's us. because mm-hmm. sources have told us Marvin Harrison Jr. Says he'll only play for the Chiefs. That's right. And that source happens to be Steve from Iowa, but pass it on tell every NFL team that is indeed the case that he will play for no one else but the Chiefs because that's true I've heard it I have too I just did we passed it on there's one thing we will do is pass on sourced material like that (laughs) So the funny part is, where you heard it was probably here. Here's that's yeah, where that's been. we've been. We've we're been, the only ones. Saying we've been passing. It. <laughs> we've been passing along that fake narrative. Hopefully, it catches on, and maybe it has. Maybe it is. So I'm I'm proud. I'm proud to say we're doing our
6: job. Josh, you're going to hear like somebody do an interview about the draft and say, "Well, word is that Marvin Harrison Jr. won't and play for anybody in Kansas fist. City." Yes. Uh, yes, yes. But can you dictate
5: where you want to go? To a certain extent, you could. I mean, he could not come out of the draft. Yeah. Um, but really you can only kind of command the top of the draft. We know Eli Manning basically did
6: Mm -hmm. when they traded him. Right. He said he wasn't playing for the Chargers. They picked him anyway, then traded him for Phillip Rivers and some picks. So at the top of the draft, you had John Elway did it. Elway. Um, Yeah. So
5: have there been quarterbacks that have kind of dictated their direction at times? Yeah, but very few and far between. Yeah, it doesn't happen a lot. But I think Marvin should actually do that. (laughs) He's that good. He (laughs) He should. should. He should do it for a wide receiver he's the best player and in he, the draft and he could very well go back to school if he wants so. that's
6: true yeah if you get drafted by arizona you go back to school yeah
5: Although yeah. well, maybe the deadline's passed now i don't yeah. know but he, he could have made the decision to not to not come out oh well, we got
6: some breaking news from the 620 i saw marvin jr at the airport yesterday wearing a mahomes Darn straight jersey you did. yeah that's Darn right. straight you straight it'll I'm pass that you. on 620 yep. i yep. think that happened thank you That happened. If you have seen Marvin Harrison Jr. in Kansas City or you know if he's purchased a house or rented an apartment, please let us know on the text line. We'll be happy to report that information. I'm all for it. (laughs) My God, that would be so good. Daniel Jeremiah, what do you think? Well, Marvin Harrison Jr. is reportedly telling people he's not playing for anybody but Kansas City.
5: If I hear it on either ESPN or NFL network on draft day. be glorious oh,
6: leading well, team, up to the draft yeah. what
5: i'm hearing is teams
6: are backing off marvin harrison
5: jr of his stated intent to only play for the chiefs yeah.
6: yes you need anytime somebody asks you to come on a radio show around the country you just need to drop that in yeah. now well i've heard i i've heard that marvin heard only wants to play sources for the chiefs. have told us where have you heard that well i can't give you that Yeah, just heard it people, people have said people have been saying steven and iowa had it originally
5: yeah, i don't I believe us yeah Stephen in iowa sources
6: fantastic
5: uh, good for college football, I guess. We'll get to that next.
1: Put the one on the plan, boy. You just toss that ham in the frying pan. I like, spend it done when I come and slam. Yeah, I feel like the sun is there. Don't make me wreck. wet. That's with the check. I think I like general electric. Yeah, the lights are. Bling. I'm
5: thinking it's all over when I go out drinking. Oh. You picked the music soul. on a way back Wednesday. Nine one three five eight six seven six ten, including your name, also gets you the credit.
7: Yeah, so we have insane insane in the brain from by Cyp- Cypress Hill. Rob from KC asked for it. He actually said insane in the membrane, but it's insane the brain, actually.
6: I'm just going to move on. I was going to ask you, do you think he knows who this is? But we don't need no to chance. ask that question. No chance.
5: Yeah. 23-year-old JT producing today. Uh, not a chance. <laughs> we're just having some fun with him today. There's not a day if, that goes by if, where I don't think Insane we, in the Membrane. If he flipped his music on us, we'd have we'd no We'd have no either, idea. But Mm-mm. we're not doing
7: so that. So wait, is it actually called Insane the Membrane? Because on YouTube, it says Insane the Brain. <laughs>
5: it's one of the great mysteries. If Marvin Harrison will only play for us, can we just draft him in the seventh round? Yeah, probably true. You yeah. don't take that chance, you yeah. could, I guess. Uh someone does point out didn't Bo Jackson sit out a year. I guess yeah, he's yeah, another one that dictated his direction. Yeah. But he also so ended up it's... with a Raider,
6: so did he really win? <laughs> well he wasn't with the Bucks at that time. <laughs> That's true. You're yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah.
5: yeah. Her- Marvin Harrison Jr. is all about those thirty five nothing wins from the A 16 Six. With Marvin though, I bet you Bob's number's higher, actually. <laughs> Thirty-eight nothing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
6: yeah. From the eight one six, Marvin Harrison has already purchased a minority share of the <laughs> Royals.
5: <laughs> <laughs> yep. Nine one three just hurts my ears just hearing JT try and pronounce some of these artists.
6: That's
5: <laughs> my favorite. This is my favorite part of the show today, actually.
6: I gotta it, it is bad. Uh, From the eight one six, I saw Marvin Harrison Jr. working out with MVS and giving him some pointers. Oh, there
5: you go. Good. From the 816, I talked to Brock Bowers. He's only playing with the Chiefs, two with
6: Kelsey. Ah, I like that. All right. Let's load him up. Start passing out all those rumors. From the 913, I work in St. Joe, saw Marvin Harrison camping out at training camp, said he's ready to get started. Mm, mm,
5: Good. Mm, mm. I saw Marvin at Q39 yesterday.
6: There you go. He's in town.
5: This is from somebody... Uh, the eight one six. Patrick's been throwing passes to Marvin. Signed Pat's neighborhood. Huh. <laughs> All right, cool. On the backyard. <laughs> I heard Marvin Harrison Jr. is already house hunting in Jackson County to make sure he's here in time to vote yes in the three eight cents sales tax <laughs> extension. <laughs> Well done. Good job of you guys.
6: So From yeah, 6 2 two z-
5: Just keep that passed around.
6: six two zero. Joe Alt was also in town and declared he wouldn't block for anyone other than Pat. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'm good with that, too. That's we cool. do need a left tackle. That's cool. We do need a left tackle, and right? None of the
5: quarterbacks want to play here, so go get them every other team. Yeah. Take all the quarterbacks. I've heard none of the quarterbacks want to play in Kansas City, so get them all. They're yours. Yeah, I don't want to They're sit yours. behind my homes. I guess this is good for, for college football um we've seen a little bit of a of a shift we have the nba talking about maybe dismantling their developmental league because they were giving the alternative right yeah at one point like we'll get out there we'll pay you right come come play in our developmental league and they offered some contracts and made nice money well nil you can make nice money too and play with a little more of a spotlight from college basketball right Not a bad thing for college basketball. Dan Wetzel tweets this. Just 58 underclassmen declared for the 2024 NFL draft. Small. Half of the average from 2016 to 2022. It's crazy, right? Small. The reason talent is suddenly staying in college football, NIL,
6: and the transfer portal. It's working. I love it. It's keeping guys in college, man. Like, there's nothing. I shouldn't say there's nothing because I'm sure somebody can poke some holes in that. But the NIL has been great for college football. It's been great for college. Now, I basketball. wish there
5: wasn't as much of a transient everybody's shifting. I, I but I get that's the nature of the beast. This right. is the overcorrection phase of it. The transfer portal is uh is is there because you guys didn't come up with a better system before. Right. They like, gave you like eighty stuff, years. All the stuff you're dealing with now and having to raise money to keep players and whatever, you brought that all on yourself. You I tried don't feel, to stave it off and act I like it was feels, never gonna happen. So this is the this is the correction of that. So there's you know, I would love for less people to transfer, but you got to go do you. You got to yeah. go get your best deal. Go shop yourself for your best deal. You're able to do that now. Right. I can't begrudge you from doing it. Love it. It's called capitalism at its finest. But I, but I, but I wish it wasn't the case. But it, but it is. Um, and yeah, hopefully this makes college football better. Mm-hmm. You know, college basketball can keep maybe some stars a year longer. Yeah, you don't have those one and done types that aren't quite ready to be one and done. But you're like, man, if that was. Imagine how good that'd be if there were three years in college. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can get a few more of those now in in basketball. So, yeah, I love it. Yeah. And the fact that you look at the number and it's
6: half the number. Half, Josh. Half. Came out for this year's NFL draft is pretty amazing. You're giving kids an opportunity to play in college, make some money, and choose the team they want. What's so bad about that? Mm. Mm. Speaking of the transfer portal, hey, a lot are going to be transferring from this
5: one. huh? Or you better be scouring it on the inbound. I think probably too, right?
6: I think you're going to have a tough time selling the Missouri Tiger program right about now. Missouri almost screwed around and got a victory last night. What were they thinking to end
5: their winless streak in the SEC, but is now luckily gotten to 0 and 13. Would they have stormed the court at the page center? Had they done that last night? I think night? So. Number five, Tennessee, they had on the ropes for a good bunch of the game. They led with 10 minutes to play. Mm-hmm. Led at Halftime, led with 10 minutes to go. Can't believe it. Ended up losing the game <sighs> oh, you to get to, to 0-13 it. in the SEC. Head coach Dennis Gates after the game on his team being terrible. The
4: big picture of it all was our inability. We got to do a better job. We got to do a better job drawing fouls. I think we suck at it. We're f-ing terrible. We're terrible at drawing fouls, and we got to do a better job. Can y'all write all that in there, right? Y'all can write that in there, right? Make sure you don't bleep that out.
5: Let's don't get the next question. I want everybody to know that I said we we're bleeping terrible. You just heard me right, right? You got, you got that, correct? I mean, the fact that he had to circle back, he's like, no, I'll make sure you get that. Don't bleep it out. Well, we kind of have to for, for our purposes. Coach, we
6: can't have the F-bomb on the air. Uh, we're terrible. We're
5: terrible. We're terrible. We're bleeping terrible. We're terrible. We're terrible. <laughs> and sure, you just meant drawing fouls, but I'm
6: sure there's other stuff you're terrible. Oh, you're zero thirteen. It's not just about drawing fouls, Josh. We're terrible. We're terrible. Hmm. And that report. I, mean, I think that opened the floor up for. I uh...
5: Uh, don't care. Did you hear? I just said my team was bleeping and the coach terrible. Is like, leave it in there. You're missing
6: the point leave here, it pal. In
5: there. Hey, just...
6: nerd. Sit down, and you know, I just dropped an F-bomb. I just gave you a golden nugget here. I Could love Dennis Gates for that.
5: Could you sit on it, please?
6: I love Dennis Gates for doing
5: that. So way to go. Don't screw around and get a victory here. You're owing now 13. Run the table.
6: Just run the table. From the 816, reboot the router on your desk. Just flip the surge bar off for 10 seconds. The camera keeps going in and offline. Wrong number. That was for my wife. (laughs) (laughs) Doing some tech support for home, huh? Been there.
5: (sighs) He's like, honey, I'm trying to text 610. You got, now I'm your IT person too? Leave me alone with this router. I saw Marvin Harrison getting some furniture off the highway. He needs it <laughs> when he moves here from the 816. Uh, well done. Well done today, everyone. Nice job on the text Good line, job too. on the text line oh, today. You guys are yeah. great. You guys well are great. Done. Made a very fun, fun Wednesday. If you missed any of the show today, you can catch up anytime at 610sports.com or the uh, Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. Download it for free. Listen on the go. Catch up on podcasts. All that good stuff. Always available on the free Odyssey app. That'll do it for us. Cody and Gold are next on 610 Sports Radio.
0: Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today.